Welcome, everyone, to Total Nonstop Impact. Impact Talk for Impact fans featured right here on the TNI Network. This is Trent Law with my co-hosts, Jay Bone and Bill. And this is the Time Machine Tuesday, NWA TNA throwback number 66. My God, 66. I got to dress right away. Mark is not here. I just got to put that out there. He's in the chat, and he is pissed. He's hot. He's hot. He's almost as hot as the angle they're shooting on this episode, Bill. But uh, he's pretty upset. So if you guys see Mark in the chat, Mark World Order is in the chat, and he is not happy. This is a bunch of crap. This just sucks. That's exactly what Mark is saying in the chat right now. So console him. <laughs> um, uh, just to just put it out there real quick, uh, Impact Plus is still giving Mark a ton of problems. If anyone else is having problems, I'd like to know because – I'm still like we're we end up being on the hunt, right, guys? We had people tag mm-hmm. us, and um, I just kind of try to pinpoint what you know who's having what yeah. problem, you know. And I'll say what because I had issues last week uh, yeah. trying to get on on a desktop PC. You did, uh, okay. and I had I tried the same thing again, and I did have the issue. It was a different issue, but it was just like a broken link page when I use the impact plus dot TV, okay. the, the link I've used forever and that wasn't working. So I went to impactwrestling.com and then clicked on impact plus while on impactwrestling.com and it worked for me on my PC. So if someone's having, that could be an issue too. Uh, if okay. like you have a bookmark link, forget that link, just go to impactwrestling.com and log in through there. Okay, well, Mark, if you're in there, give it a shot while we're talking right now. Give it a, I mean, see what happens. I'm curious if, if that's the, the, if it's the link, if you go and you convert over. I don't know. I hate doing this without Mark because he loves yeah. doing throwback. It's, it's killing me that it's still giving him problems, you know. But, uh, but we're here, guys. Jay Bone, how you doing? Red? Jay Bone's wearing some, a red bandana. Oh, today. I wonder why, brother. I'm, 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 oh, I'm matching. Why. I'm matching the the shirt. Yeah, the, uh, a Motley Crue day for you, J Bone. Screwing it up. Yeah. What is your favorite Motley Crue album, J Bone? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, that's it changes on the day. No, honestly, I think my favorite is what I gotta go with. What I fell in love with them in the first place, and that's it's probably one of the more controversial ones that people crap on. Unfortunately, as Motley Crue fans, but I'll say Theater of Pain. Well, you know, I just had this debate with somebody the other day. Me and Danny, Danny Daniels talked about this. We fought, we actually argued about it. And I said that it's my least favorite one. And he's like, well, it's got, it's got home sweet home. I go, yeah. And he's like, well, smoke in the boys room. I'm like, well, that's the cover. What else you got? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, what's a great one is their first album. But the, uh, the debut too fast for love is a great album. J Bone. Oh, that's, and that's the thing is they're yeah. all so different. They None are. Of them sounded the same. It's true. I mean, the first one sounds real punk, real raw. The yeah. next one has got more effects on it. They start experimenting with some stuff, but it's really heavy. Yeah. Smoke in a boys room got super glam. And the let's see what they, they shit on theater of pain because the production is just horrible. Like I, even I, the remaster it sounds like sounds early like TNA. Oh, hey, <laughs> this is coming from Bill. Bill, you th- you a Motley Crue guy, Bill? I imagine you've seen him at least once. Uh, I've actually seen, uh, I guess it was the summer before the pandemic, so 19. Uh, Vince Neil did a solo uh, at, in my town. He did it in like, they have like a summer series, my town, oh, okay. where they bring in uh, some bands and stuff. 
Yeah, and uh, it was like Lita Ford opening up with uh, oh, Vince Steele as the, the headliner. So it was oh, a amazing. good show. Woo! I love Even, Lita yeah, Ford. D- D- Dave's a big crew guy. Is he? We've seen him a ton of times. So he he came to that too. But I I, I was able to walk to the show. Oh, that close? Like right, that like close. summertime thing? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Like cool. the, the park, the downtown park's walking distance for me. Oh, that's cool. Shit. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. That's that's neat, man. Very nice. I uh I love I'm a big Motley Crew guy. I've seen him, I gotta say, at least six times. And yeah, uh very stories. Probably I've between them and Warren, I've seen as far as like bands, I've seen that uh, the, those two bands the most. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're 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 a great show. Amount of times, it, they're a great show. They're a great show. I, I've seen the Chicago band probably the most times. Oh man, yeah, it, that I, was I heavy. Love. That was that was heavy in my heyday, and then I continued to see them all these years. They were new back in the nineties, late nineties. Alternative. Who who's that? I'm sorry, my my thing my thing cut off for a second. Local H. Oh, local H. Yeah, Chicago oh, band. Yeah, 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 they play around here a lot. Yeah. They uh they're always touring. I don't think they never stopped touring every never. year for probably 30 years. Are they uh <laughs> are they still a two-piece? They're still doing a two-piece. They, they've thing? always been a two-piece. Yeah, the drummer has changed throughout the years. Uh like yeah. it, it was initially Joe Daniels, then it, it was a couple different guys. Then they actually brought back, they they redid uh they did a tour. I went up to New York to see it. Uh the As Good as Dead tour. That's and they the, actually that, did the whole that, album with Joe Daniels. They brought him back to do that. Even though they had the other drummer play, then they did the whole album. Then they did another set of other songs with the new drummer. That's funny. Joe's a black dude, right? That's do yes. with, with that's the I remember. Yeah, I met I met them both because they um they well they I live right by the metro Chicago. That's where they started, and uh, they're yeah definitely Chicago. They're actually from Zion, Illinois, which is way near J Bone actually, like border <laughs> Illinois Wisconsin border, but um. I love as good as that is my favorite album by that's a great, great record. That was their breakthrough one, too, right? That was yes, like the one yes. that crossed over. I remember 97, I want to say. Sound yeah, probably yeah. about 97. That sounds right. I was working yeah. at Best Buy at the time and I bought her buying it. Go ahead, Jay Bone. Oh, I was just gonna say they were they were they were kind of that was when you know grunge was like at its peak, you know, mid to late nineties-ish. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I, I I haven't listened to that album in a long time. I should throw it on. But man, there, yeah. there's there's Eddie Vedder, right? I was on that album. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> classic stuff, man. But no, going back to crew real quick. I am, um, I love. Uh, he, he, uh, Fred's in the chat said uh, said he's he's like here's a hot take. Generation Swine's his favorite album. That was the comeback. Remember that one, J Bo in '97. '97. That was Vince when Vince. Came. We'll get to the review in a minute. This is just fun, just shitting around <laughs> yeah. with music stuff. But yeah, um. But yeah, I I actually saw them on that tour yeah. at at what is I think they still call it some some of us old farts still call it the Mecca Arena. Yeah. And that was a real a like- real raw alternative sounding album. Um the, the the concert was great. It was it was real just there was like a, a giant sheet in the background. They just kept throwing videos up on it little bit of pyro not not the usual stuff it was it was pretty stripped down show it, it was, was that 99 jay no it was 97 oh nice i'm sorry i went and saw him i'll tell you a funny one i saw i went and saw him in 99 and it was dubbed the get vince out of debt tour because that's when he all the lawsuits started hitting him and they did a club tour small arenas only 
uh, like over here, they played the Aragon Ballroom, which is oh, where EC like, ECW like, did. Like theaters. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. They did Riverside here in 99. Yeah. Yeah. That's the tour, right? And hits. yeah, it's the one. It was the greatest hits tour. And I was set to go with this 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 girl that I was like seeing at the time. Shoot, I mean, gorgeous girl. I was like, all set, gonna take her to Motley Crue. Like, <laughs> I got this. And then she 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 stood me up. That no, that lousy, no good, just heathen. She stood me up for Motley Crue. I'm all pissed off, right? I'm all upset. But I'm going to see the crew. I said, fine. Now here, being five seven and a half, it's easy to weasel in to the front. So it's a standing room thing. I weaseled right in. Up to the, I'm right at the stage. I forgot all about uh, the the lady I was about to go, I was going with. I'm right up front, Bill, and and you know, and they're big, they're big interactors. I mean, they're high. I'm high five and Tommy and and Vince and Nikki and and Mick doesn't touch anybody, but all the other ones, I'm you know, I'm going, I'm having a great time. Here's the kicker, though. I got this amazing uh, shout out the devil T-shirt, one of those baseball tees, old throwback looking, looked like it was right out of '86, you know. Awesome bootleg shirt right outside. Loved it. Loved that shirt. Look, it was such a cool shirt. But goddamn ex-wife, Bill. Oh, she, I let her work. So I, I, you know, I was that I was that skinny at one time. She was a very she was a skinny little girl. I was a, I was still a skinny guy in 99. Fit in that shirt. She's like, oh, can I wear this? I'm like, sure, huh? No problem. You know what? I got a photo of her in it. I never saw the goddamn shirt again. I but, I I can feel you on this one. I lost <laughs> one of my original my original '80s hot rod ringer shirt. Uh, the ringer shirt. That's what it is. Yeah, the ringer shirts. Ah, uh, oh, the baseball tee ringer shirt. Yeah. Ah, oh, kills you when you lose it to a girl. Like, come on, you don't even like them that much. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, love them. Great show. If you guys, uh, I, well, I think they're they're gonna do another loop around, right? They're coming back this summer. Here, I know that. With that they, they were scheduled to do it last year, so I just assume it got moved to this year. Yeah, they confirmed it here, at Wrigley Field in Chicago. So it's the, it's happening. The the Miller well now it's the Amphitheater Stadium or no, what the hell is it called? Oh, American Family Stadium Park thing, whatever the fuck they called it now. It's, it oh. used to be Miller Park. Yeah. Um, Wait, they changed the name of Miller Park? They they like, changed. Yeah, it's not Miller Park anymore. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's what? so stupid. Yeah. My favorite, my, it's my favorite baseball arena I've ever been to. Miller, I love yeah. Miller Park. I think it's a, it was such a good baseball scene. That's crazy. It's, it's great. It's a beautiful, yeah. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And just keep having Bernie go down the slide. That's it made it uh, <laughs> made national news about this tour because that date for the Motley Crue date that was supposed to be last summer sold out in a day. Yeah, and it's not cheap. And that's unheard of in rock and roll tours now that that kind of shit happens. Well, the thing thing here, what got everybody hot was they're playing Wrigley, which is in a really nice neighborhood. And now it's like all the real metal fans can't go because all the the rich folks from the suburbs are buying the tickets. You know, who want to rock out with Motley Crue? I love that home song. You know, like those kind of guys. <laughs> like, so they're all going to Wrigley and the ticket prices were astronomical. I saw Motley as cheap as $27 at the amphitheater when out, out West, but yeah. it's, it's yeah. So it's a different story, but they just lifted mask mandates for outside and all that. So it's it, the concerts are back on gentlemen. We're back to business. Well, unless you're with a lot of people. 
Yeah, well, there we go. Now they get the loopholes. <laughs> Forget that. Everybody's just ripping them off, man. They're just <laughs> fucking. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna hide under the bleachers. You know, that's that's my thing. <laughs> Ooh, uh, Mark's saying. Uh, Mark's in town by you. There he goes. Yeah, new work. Got boys in late September. New I may have to tour. attend that show, depending that uh, depending on that date. New order is a rare tour. Mark's gonna be here in August and by you in in uh, September. How about look at Mark traveling? Huh? Look at this guy. He's a traveling man. I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the the bucket list ultimate tour of Duran Duran and Depeche Mode. Ooh. That's a big one too. If that that happened in nine, that also happened in ninety seven. I remember when that happened. Ninety nine. That's a big one in 99 when that happened. I'll never forget that because I was at a club out here after the show. I didn't go to the concert. I was at a bar in Lincoln Park, Chicago, and uh, Depeche Mode walked in if as for the after party, and we had no idea they were coming. They were they just showed up to this bar. It was a new wave bar. Wow. And, and they showed up. And we're like, and this whole, f- I'm like, we're there anyway. We're hanging out, and Depeche Mode walks in. We're like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that's pretty cool. So uh, Marcus seen Depeche Mode. 12 times. That Holy is pretty shit. awesome. Wow. Lakers bir- 12 times up there. Mark it down. Lakers birthday is up May 22nd. Lakers, I want you to swear like you've never sworn before you know, on that birthday. You know what? I just got to bring back. <laughs> That's a Saturday, too. Yeah. I got to bring back the jacked up jukebox. And ha- well, this was a jacked up jukebox. That's what this was. This was a jacked up jukebox mini episode. J Bone, feel free to clip this, put it on on the jacked up jukebox, and say, This is what is the kind of content you'll get. There we go. All right, guys. Now I'm getting itched to bring it back. We'll do it. Let's let's jump into this. You gave him the itch. You gave him the itch. You could see a doctor for that, J Bone. Let's jump. So, (laughs) October 15th, I believe this was, 03. uh, This was a, this was the, this was the fall time. We're about a year and four months into TNA at this point. So we're rolling here. We're rocking and rolling. Wednesday night, pay-per-view. Now, I was on my buddy Dave's couch, forked over my five bucks. He forked over his five bucks. We got some Chinese food because it's the fall. Got some Chinese food. Got ready to watch some TNA. Bill, what's going on in your, on your, in your side of the world there? October 15th. October 15th. Like I, I, I said, I was, I was in the throes of uh, looking for some new, a new job. I was working somewhere, but was wanting to get out, so I was busy doing that. I, unlike last week, where I had an actual application response that day. Oh, that's right. Uh, this was, uh, there was probably a, a slow week. I, a slow week probably still meant I probably sent ten out that day. Uh, but since we are in the uh, the Halloween time, and I know Mark's big with the Halloween too. Very good chance I was doing something because now we're getting real close to Halloween. We are close. So I even days. could have been at maybe like Dorney Park, an amusement park near me, doing the Halloween festivities. Oh, okay. Because uh, they, they were doing them. Uh, at that point, they're doing them during the week, not just weekends at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a good chance I could have been there, maybe even Great Adventure in Jersey. Um, or maybe something more local. But I'm if if not, if not that night, in the next day, that Thursday, Friday, I'm sure that's what I was doing. Is uh, is uh, Great Adventure part of the Six Flags family? Yes, that is a Six Flags. I am a Six Flags Diamond Elite member. Bill, I'll see you nice. out there this this, uh, this year at some point. We'll go. Yes, I, I have been season or annual pass holders for three theme parks in my life. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. Dorney, I love it. Dirt, well, and then Six Flags, it's, it's not as local. Dorney's 20, 25 minutes away. Mm-hmm. That's about an hour, hour and 10 minutes away. Okay. But then also, obviously, I got uh, Universal Orlando. That, you're down there enough, that's for sure. Well, yeah, I had to 
I had to do it during all those TNA runs. Hey, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. J-Bone uh, just turned about 58 years old, so we're going to skip J-Bone here. You know, he's he's experiencing, uh, uh, you know, some age crisis. So, he, guys, I'm going to let him off the hook because it's been a little rough uh, coming to terms with his age. So okay, Boomer. You're off the hook today, Bone. You're <laughs> off the hook today. Uh, we get a recap, guys. Kick this off. Number of 65, which was a long recap. Am I crazy or this thing it, last it, five minutes? Yeah. yeah, it was. I don't know if it hit five, but it was a strong four. I was like. What the, I'm like, all right, guys. I mean, I, I, we saw it. And I wanted to forget this, that episode. <laughs> I know. Ever. That was the thing. That's what killed me about it. I was like, that was not memorable enough to give me a four-minute recap on. No way. Um, so we go to – now, this was this is the big thing. They cut the clips right away. Tanae is showing clips of the Hogan match in the Tokyo Dome against Chono. Well, he's we showing – Newspaper, newspaper. I'm sorry, actually, close ups on no newspapers. Yeah, that's right. They're not even like still image photographs. They're here's a zoom in of this newspaper of the newspaper itself. That Jeff Jarrett <laughs> brought back or something, right? right. <laughs> which is probably what happened. Um, which is, now the interesting thing is this it's just a couple days prior because this is March, this is uh, sorry, October 15th. That stuff all happened on the 13th, so that means that that's the 14th paper. That the, he's got, and Jared flew overnight to be at the asylum. So I, credit to Jared here. Yeah, that's a lot of right. travel. And it, but one thing I like here, you catch this? They mention about Chono being a former NWA World Champion. So just they which I'm the glad that, that that's key. That is key because well, remember today, those today was there right when that happened probably. No, because that was that was that lost year period where it was like yeah, Mike Rapata and. And Chris Candido held it in there, and Dan Severn held it in there. Like, there was all these guys in this little block that just kind of get forgotten. Like, like the Colorado kid, Mike Rapat, is a three-time <laughs> NWA champion. Has anybody heard of him? No. I don't think – I didn't think so. <laughs> it was well, I guess Chono – yeah, he goes – yeah, obviously Muda held it during yeah. that earlier time. But I guess Chono never did. I almost feel like he did since Chono was so, such a big name. Chono did hold it. Hold it till later. Till late, yeah, till later. It was it was like during the lost period. So, um, but he mentions it, which I like, and uh, they show the video. This is now this. If I can, uh, Bill, you do you remember how big this was when this happened? Like when this Hogan are uh, getting attacked in Japan thing. Was oh, like, yo, this was, oh. Now, now they don't show the video yet. I thought, oh, video tease. later, video later. I'm sorry, I wrote down video later. They give a yeah. long tease. For that's right, that's right. I did write down video. But, but I, I got to point out right yeah. here, that this might be the comment of the night. All right. Uh, as long, well, because I just, <laughs> uh, for me, um, if it's what I think the reference is, I turned 37 last week in a row. In a row. <laughs> <laughs> we also have a fellow Clerks fan in the house, Mr. I Fred. like it. Oh. I like it, Fred. Very nice. <laughs> That's a great reference. I love that. I love that movie a lot. Wait, uh, am I 36 or am I 37? That's right. <laughs> I'm 37? <laughs> I love the part where he yells at her when the when she's leaving and he did oh, yeah. stop. Hey, where are you going? Get over here. <laughs> um, awesome. Good reference. But yeah, so they tease it out for the video. But, but that video, we'll, and we'll talk about when it airs, but man, when when that when this happened. Jay, I wish I could. I wish I could explain to you how big this was. I mean, remember infancy of the internet, you know, here in 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 ways, some infancy, no Twitter, the world is not traveling as fast. So when shit like this is going on, it's going on. It's a big deal. Um, 
I mean, it's J Law. You watch it for the first time. Yeah. How does it strike you though? You know, like Jared literally flying over a day to go do this and back and crazy shit. Well, I remember the first time I saw this footage was on that Penny pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. That they did, like, within the next half year. Like, right before they did, what was what was the first, uh, Victory Road? The Jeff versus yeah, Jeff. Yeah, that was the first. Hit, and then Real it went to T, and then they did the first year on um, uh, Fox Sports. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's so the, the, the penny pay-per-view was, was shortly before that. And they included some of that footage, uh, footage during it. Footage. 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 Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like German or something all of a sudden. <laughs> um, wait, I am German. Never mind. Um, I don't know what the hell accent that was. I think part of my face had a stroke or something. Um, no, the, uh, <laughs> The footage is so unique, and I remember seeing it. Like, wait a minute, where? When did this happen? What, you know, what, what? Where's the rest of it? Like, what became of this? Yeah. And now, almost twenty years later, we're discussing it, and I'm learning the whole what could have been, what was supposed to happen back then, yeah. and the story behind all of it. And I think this is just fascinating. It, the the Bound for Glory thing still is wigging me out because I didn't remember any of that. And knowing what Bound for Glory is today, it's like, <clears throat> that's great because it doesn't happen until two years later. That's the crazy part. The actual first Bound for Glory, which is when when uh, was, that, was it Rhino's title win? First Bound for Glory? I believe that's what Rhino's title one yeah. but just i don't rave like oh blank and somebody Here, here's what i <laughs> here's what i would compare it to today as far as international stuff happening and stuff making headlines is when jericho yes yeah i'll think the same up, thing which jericho showed up in new japan yeah the video played and he ripped up the kenny omega uh pinup it's got that vibe because he did it. Like it was well, one of those surprise things. Well, you're talking right. about Hogan over in the Tokyo Dome. Yes. It, yeah, well, you well, got to remember the that was more common back then, even though it had been ten years. Well, like, I mean, like the attack, the attack more. on oh, Hogan, the attack. and like the, attack, okay. the, the the big up, the big the blow up of the news is what nobody I saw. Hear that They're telling us it's a blow up of the news. <laughs> I don't remember hearing much about. Now, it. now it's a, a, I I remember, <laughs> I remember when this happened. It was a big deal. But I'll tell you what. The uh, the thing that's interesting is I remember this part though as I was watching it all came back to me. The there was only like a handful of people in on it too. Like that press, obviously nobody knew press wise, they didn't know what was happening. So that was a shock. Like New Japan was in on it, obviously Jimmy Hogan, Jarrett, um, and then Cho, like and Chono knew obviously, but a couple like the New Japan folks, but the press didn't know. That's why it was treated the way it was treated. Because I tra word did travel pretty well. It was interesting. Well, I, but did anybody time, know until this pay per view that it was connected to TNA? Maybe, but we it never winds up being. It never yeah. happens. They sell it like crazy over the next few weeks. You're going to see it like yeah. crazy. But keep in mind, it also um, uh, it made its rounds on like all the the like the the message boards was the big thing. Obviously, the message boards was, the, was oh, where yeah. it was at. That's that's what was going on. But yeah, and, and Paul says saying a great thing. He's absolutely right. The company should have brought this up. When he came in in 2010, 
they never mention this, but uh, but it is on the highlight. Some of those highlight like yeah. compilations. It's a weird thing. They never go back to this, and but there's a New Japan <clears throat> connection, you know. Yeah, we we briefly touched on that last week and said, well, they couldn't because Jarrett wasn't even around then. It was all Dixie. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Somebody, I think Paul sent something. Paul sent me something last week that Jarrett actually was around at the time. He was there. Paul found a clip and he sent it to me and on Twitter. Oh, was he? He was, he was there. See, I thought he was gone by then. That's what I thought. But Paul found something to show that Jarrett was there. Um, so Paul, if you wanted to share the link in here, that'd be great too. But, um, Armand saying they mentioned it during the MSG presser. Maybe. I don't know. See, that now I'm now I gotta go back and watch all that <laughs> shit, though. 2010. Oh, we gotta go back to 2010 now. Oh, like when Hogan was in the presser yeah. with Dixie. With Dixie. And Bischoff. Oh. oh, so if they mentioned it there. Now that's interesting. That's got me thinking. So guys, we'll see. This is this is fun. This is really cool that they kind of open this can of worms again. Uh, Don West, though, is electric blue on blue, by the yes. way. Look, it's sharp. One of his favorites, I think. Yeah, that is one of his go-tos, for sure. Don is. <laughs> uh, they, they get to Hudson outside. You're, oh, oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Scott Hudson is outside, and he's kept his cup <laughs> with Raven. And Raven's dragging Jim Mitchell yeah. uh, by a chain. Yeah, we go to footage of him being dragged by a chain. And Hudson first has to say, this is Scott Hudson. <laughs> As opposed to just reacting to what's going like, oh, my God. He's like, just for you know, I'm Scott Hudson. Uh, Raven's looking like for Raven. did not tell it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, Raven's going to hang uh, Mitchell. And he's about to do it. But then Vampiro and Slash come out. And they put Raven through a table. But then the gathering makes the save. So you're... This is probably the hottest feud, really, in, in the company right now. It's, it's surpassing the world title feud. I think this is like it because well, it's for tonight it is because it's going to main event, which is I was surprised by. I was too because I felt like the main event, I didn't think that was the main event. I was like, oh, wait, that was it? I'm like, oh, yeah, we're at time. You could say, if you want to say the angle is, is the main event, but the match, I don't well, know. Yeah. <laughs> the match was not main event caliber to me. That's it was sure. not. No. no, like this is this is if you look at it as main event match, very well could be the most lackluster looking on paper main event yeah. in pay per view history up to this point. Uh, yeah, on paper, absolutely, you're right. Wait, do you and mean, after last week's show, this has me worried. To start the show. <laughs> Wait, did you are you talk about the the main event they were supposed to have as opposed to what happened, or? Well, well, main well, event were they supposed to have? Yeah, they, they were supposed to have Raven versus Slash. Oh, I and missed then that. Raven got hurt. Like you say, showing the promo later, in which the audio cuts out for some reason. Yeah, it does. And yeah, and there's a Raven's, lot of audio difficulties on this show. There is again. Raven, and Raven's like choking and and uh, he's dying and stuff. And they're like, well, you know, we can't have this because of blah 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 blah. So we're gonna have. What was it? Slash and Vampiro versus Julio Dinero and Punk. Oh, that's what they were saying there. Okay, I missed that. I totally missed that. If that's the case, because I actually really liked that main event match. And then, did you? Of course, yeah, I I really did. Yeah, I mean, because I, 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 I'm really. I guess I'm, today you can revisionist because you say CM Punk's on the main event, but at the time CM Punk was a jabroni. <laughs> he was a jabroni. He, <laughs> he was, but I'm fascinated as to what he was doing and how much he was doing in this company back then. Yeah, Plus, it's the CM Punk thing. It's CM Punk. Oh, Vampiro! Come on, J Bone. He has mailed this in. 
he uh, he this entire run with Vamp, he looks he's the look has always been his thing, but man, he is I he felt is not like trying. this one was better than last week. I know what you're well, saying. Well, he had a better feel- look in this episode for sure. Because because this he is looked an like actual- Vampiro and not whatever version we've seen the last couple of weeks. That's true. Because that's had, very true. He actually misted one of the guys, and this was this was an actual match this time instead of just a run in and doing whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. Um, yeah, he took a little more pride in this one. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. A little. We go to Rave uh, Russo in the back. Uh, Russo and AJ in the back with Hudson, and Russo just tells AJ, "Stay out of my business tonight. I got something planned. Just, just leave me alone. Let me do what I got to do tonight." So. The tension, tension in the Russo camp. I think he was drunk again. Like last week, he was hammered. He's not hammered this week. Well, yeah, uh, it's it's and it's really awkward. It is very awkward. They're it, like, it's, they're like, well, what has he got going on? It, it's there's some these last two are just this last week and this one are just not. They're they're on a weird trajectory. These are weird, <laughs> but <laughs> um, we go to a match. Ekmo, Siaki, and Legend with Trinity taking on America's Most Wanted, who come out to the old music again. No consistency. Old music again on this. Not the guilt. Sometimes it's the, the, the guilty song. Sometimes it's the old one. It's I don't know what the sound guys think. It's like, eh, which, which button's closer? <laughs> um, A&W with Dusty in their corner. Um, I, did I, am I alone, Bill? A little messy? But they kind of cleaned it up towards the end on this one. That's what I wrote. Yeah, down. yeah. Like it it was. Uh it was not a clean match for sure. Um it has a nice ending, uh, which yeah. I, I I I have a tendency to be critical of a lot of the finishes in the in this era. And at least they had a decent finish. Yeah. Uh, agree with it or don't agree with it. Uh it was clean, uh, which is nice to say. Yeah. Um and, and you get AMW, who you're always they're always pushing uh, with with Dusty, who's still over with the crowd. So it makes sense to, to to have that. But yeah, during the match though, it was it was not not pleasant. It's a lot of spots, a little clunky. Go ahead, Jay Bone. I was gonna say because we talked about last week how the crowd really was not into Dusty when he showed up for that main event. Yeah, here they popped like crazy. Now. Is this the same crowd as last week? Is this a part two taping, or is this a new taping? Because the crowd was radically different. For it has reason. to be because of the Jeff Jarrett in Japan thing, right? Yeah, it's a new, it's a fresh one altogether. Yeah, this is a, this is a fresh. They were going live every week, except for a couple of times they had to double up because there was some some overlaps due to like holidays oh, and stuff. So okay. they were live every week. It was, it was local enough that they they kept it live, but. Only when there was a holiday issue that they have to overlap stuff. Like okay. even if the holiday was going to be a Monday, they still they they get just to, just for the sake of letting people have stretches, things like that. They would just double up sometimes, but it wasn't it wasn't common. It wasn't the, that crowd, common. the crowd was much much more uh, into what was was going on. Not active like, crowd. Oh, I'm just here they for are. myself. And well, I, I'll tell you. I think I, I might know a, a trick to this. And I think it could be the man mm-hmm. that we, we you, you, the bell was created for, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. And it's he came out once again, mm-hmm. addresses any fan that boos him. He's like, oh, you, you, you wait till I talk. Like the worst heel in the business ever. Uh, <laughs> so 
the crowd wants to cheer anybody other than Jeff Jarrett at this point. So <laughs> it's almost like everyone's getting cheap pop right now. That's a good take. That's a good take because they they spent a lot. Well, we'll get to this too, but they spent a lot of focus on the Hogan thing and start bumping away the AJ thing. So I think the crowd's already sensing oh, yeah, that's it the too. Thing. Yeah, because oh, you get Hogan chants throughout the night now. Now you do all air. All night, oh, that's Hogan chance. Yeah, especially crazy. at the end, it was at the end that whole damn crowd was chanting. Hogan. Hogan's overshadowing, and he's not even there, and he's doesn't even show up for five yeah, to six years. Five, exactly <laughs> seven, seven years. It is over seven more years. Oh yeah, seven years at this point. Seventy. Wow, that's nuts. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, and this one here, let's see where we go here. Uh, yeah, so that sentence for the win, a little messy, cleaned up at the end. AMW wins. Uh, we go to a franchise paid ad. It's him uh, still looking for his new franchise, but he's got two chicks. And all you see is... Uh, I believe good. they were the cage dancers tonight. I think you're right. I think Because hey, they're already there. You're already paying them here. So, <laughs> But he, uh, you only see about chest down. He's like, <laughs> I got a couple here. And it looks like they got stacked resumes. <laughs> Stuck, <laughs> creepy stacked. shades at all times. <laughs> <laughs> the, the stacked qualifications, yeah. Oh, I loved it. I love it. But uh, he's still out of the hunt for a new franchise. So he's out of that new church thing. Like, that's it. He's he's gone. He's gone from that feud. The Raven thing, they just shut that, uh, like, out of the way with him. But um, so he's doing his thing. Uh, we go to Scott Hudson with Michael Shane. He's got the belt and the trophy at this point. I I wrote down great promo. I think Shane cut a good promo here. I he like it. He looks strong. Go ahead, Bill. I think he at least he, he's a forgotten X Division champ. He that guy never gets enough credit. I swear. Yeah, like I, 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 I didn't take like any specific things. No, he just no. Yeah. Talks about beating Christopher Daniels, and then when he does, like that's the competition. Like he, he, he's the top of the the food chain pretty much in the X Division. He's a and solid he's giving promo. off it. He's giving off a, a solid, confident promo. He is uh, without being cocky like like a little cocky but more confident so but, it's it for him until i i this is the most i think he's ever given off it's as true. a personality and for a guy jay that nobody really knew at all like he had not an indie darling not from another company only show michaels <laughs> yeah only the connection the loose connection i saw michaels not a bad talent like this guy's got something and they've really invested in him pretty early man Nope. Yeah, they they really they really uh, gave him a shot quick. Um, he, I, I wrote down here as far as the promo said uh, he yeah. wanted a parade, but he got a fallen angel. <laughs> oh, that's a nice one. <laughs> uh, we go right to that match then. It's Michael Shane against Chris Daniels, exhibition title on the line. Oh, I like this one. This was good. This yeah. was good. Uh, feeling you could see you could see the the two the four minute feeling out process where they're just like, all right, I don't know you. Um, let's 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 feel it out. But then when they got cooking, it started cooking. I like that a lot. They were really, they were they were rolling after a while, and I was like, okay, cool, that's good spots. The altar boys got involved. You know, they were in there. Spider Nate Webb was was you know got his ass handed to him. He was not not popular. <laughs> well, in this one, um, Shane is scouting. Yes. Shane Douglas yes. is scouting in the crowd. Um. And Michael Shane hits a great super kick in this. The super kick he hits was great to finish it. I thought I liked it a lot. It was actually a very strong super kick, and I liked it a lot. It went really well. I wonder where he learned that. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he wins. And then I like this, though. He starts beating down Daniels and the altar boys. That, to me, set a really cool set of tone for him. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Like, they're making him like he's not some little pretty boy, you know, you know, softy. He's he's like, I want it. I'm still going to beat you down, which I really liked. But then let me get your opinion on this, Bill. Saban runs in mm-hmm. and makes the save, essentially. But he's still cocky saving. Is this a face turn? Is this it the- felt like a face turn? It did, right? I'm not, I thought so. Without they, remembering they what kind of happened, one. but it felt like it. They really well, popped. The, crowd loved him. the crowds loved him during his heel run now. They did. Hail he, Saban. He's the prodigy. He's the ace Austin of that era. I'm telling you, like, the way people take the ace today, it's the same thing. Down to the curly hair, man. Like, this is the guy. It's an amazing comparison, but it's 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 the same thing. The way they take to him is the way they take the ace Austin today. But you're right, though. Like, heel or not, they were in for saving. He was our guy. He's a homegrown TNA guy. He didn't go anywhere else. Well, he went to Ring of Honor, but that, that don't count. Yeah. Yeah, but, but go but, ahead, Jeff. But Saban didn't wear guy liner. He did not wear guy liner, that's for sure. But uh, he didn't have to wear guy liner. Chris Saban is <laughs> one of the greatest. <laughs> um, but then him and Daniels face off. So that's that's setting up your it's a nice it's a nice setup right there. Boom. Here, here you guys can go off the races here and, and see what you do over here. And Michael Shane can go do his thing over here and probably meet back in the middle. So yeah, I, I felt being... that Daniels was more protected than mm-hmm. his other <laughs> the other member of Triple X. Yeah. No, am I crazier? Last week he said I have to go find my brothers. And I think brothers. we thought it could have been Triple X. Uh but obviously it wasn't. Did he just mean the altar boys again? I, I mean, the whole time. <laughs> my 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 prediction when he's getting beat down, I'm thinking, okay, well, here comes Elix and low key now to make the save. Clearly, I'm at the end of that. I guess they're stuck in Japan, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but no brothers showed up on this one. So maybe next week. Um, we now we get the Bound for Glory commercial, which I did screenshot. And I'm going to put that out because Ooh. I don't think this has ever been put out. Like this is a no, forgotten. I think, trip. Honestly, I think they intentionally, probably since this, it fell apart. Well, like they're probably a new, like upset about this part of their history. Like it was out there, and it's cool to know for us longtime fans. Yeah, but you look at it, they put a lot into this. They thought they were going to have Hulk Hogan. They thought they were. They talk about later about Japan and Mexico getting involved mm-hmm. for like it sounded like almost like a triple mania under the TNA banner. Can you imagine? Wow. With Hulk Hogan. And, and, and 03 Hulk Hogan. And too. 03 yeah. Hulk. Yeah, we, well, when we go over the video, it's it's not much off from the, the Hulk that went against the Rock. Exactly. 03. Like it's that Hulk still. It's that Hulk. Right. Jay, when, uh, like it, yeah. it's, so it's a pretty healthy Hulk still. It's an uh, active Hulk who's still able to hit the leg drop, right, Jay? Like he's still, he's they show him they show clips of him doing the leg drop. This is this is an active Hogan who could have had a pretty decent A to B match with Jeff Jarrett here. He was still doing a leg drop at this point, and uh, Crazy. probably <clears throat> I uh, you know I, I heard about how many back surgeries he had, Oof. and I'm like, man, if 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 anybody told him, you know, tapped him on the shoulder, say back in the '80s, and said, you know, by the way. This is what's going to happen to you 10, 20, 30 years from now. You might want to change that finisher up. And oh, man, I'm sure he's still kicking himself. I mean, it was a great finisher, you know, 
Mm-hmm. But damn. Yeah, it, it listen, it killed him. Yeah, it did it definitely ruined him. You know, all the all the hardware he's got in his back. He showed that. He showed that one picture one time, all the shit like they, when they had to change the screws and the plates in his back to like fresh ones and all the crap that came out of his back. Oh I'm only Bro. I'm only seven surgeries away from catching up to him. You know? There you go, J Bone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we get the now we get the recap. Now we get the video. And this is the video where Hogan beats Chono. He's doing the, the classic New Japan press conference. And then you get uh, the door opens and it's, hey, Hogan, it's guitar shot on Hogan. Jimmy Hart's like, what are you doing, baby? He's like, get over here, Hart. He th- throws Jimmy Hart into a door. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jimmy Hart at this point. Now, Jimmy today, I think, is 79 years old and he looks fantastic. I met him, a year, met him a year and a half ago. He doesn't look a day over this. So this is 20 years. I mean, the guy was 59 years old, well, 60 years old this time. He's, he took a door shot. <laughs> to like, um, you know, or, or 59. So it's about 60 years old. Good on Jimmy Hart. Eternal youth, my man. Um, and then he's beating him down. Chono gets in. I mean, and Hogan's bloody. And he's doing the whole like, rawr, 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 you know, that whole classic Hogan, you know, the old old school thing where you really, you kind of, you kind of wince your face to get the blood gushing more. Yeah. He was doing that classic old classic. school shit. Loved it. Um, definitely nicked some guy out of vein because he was gushing. Because <laughs> he was gushing pretty good. Well, he after he went down from the chair shot, the camera angle goes to you know kind of bounces back and forth. <clears throat> but as soon as he hits the floor and he's face down, mm-hmm. he cut himself. Uh, yeah. Charles in the chat. His was a lariat. They do even allude to that. They even talk yes. about how he hits his lariat finisher, which is his Japanese finisher. But he, he does still hit a leg drop as well. Yeah. Oh, Echo see, I didn't know. I, I saw that finish. I'm like, why did he use a lariat finisher in Japan? That's lariat, a- big in Japan. Very good. He was he was Ichiban. Oh, okay. He's, he was known as Ichiban in Japan. I actually have a best of DVD of Hogan in Japan. Hogan in New Japan and all Japan. All, only those runs. That's it. And I oh, got that interesting. very classic disc. I'll bust it out next week. I'll show you guys what's nice. on it. But uh, but he was Ichiban in uh, over there, and that's Ichiban. that was that was it. Um, where are we at? So that again, that this was a big deal at the time. Uh, it does might not seem like it today, but it was a big deal because it's a what like Bill was saying. It's what could have been, what could have happened had this match happened. Yeah. And Bill, you, well, I think before we went on the air, you said something, Bill. Your pre- prediction on this was. What possibly could have happened had this match oh, went yeah. down? Put yeah, like I, I, I think it would have changed the history. Yeah. Um, because if you if they had this major show in that year with Hulk yeah. Hogan, um, because you're right, like was the wrestling world a buzz that Hulk Hogan was wrestling in Japan? Yes, yes, yeah. Just because I think the TNA thing fizzled out after a little bit, mm-hmm. I don't think the connection with TNA was there, so they didn't get to ride much of that momentum. Perfect. If they point. had Hulk Hogan, they're all of a sudden huge. And we know it's not long before he goes back up north. Who knows what happens? Remember, they just bought WCW. Two years prior to that. ECW. So Two it's like yeah. my my guess is TNA probably gets purchased. We probably don't have Impact Wrestling today. Isn't that crazy? I mean, what? It's like the thing that didn't work out was probably better long term for the company bonkers if you really think about it guys like really put that out there and 
Jabo brought up a good point. If we need to get Russo back for anything, it's this to really get him back at just, a, I mean, 10 minutes, give us a synopsis. What the fuck was going on? <laughs> like, I'd love to know what, what the hell. Oh, yeah. And I, <laughs> I would also love to get his opinion on some other stuff that happened yeah. on later in the show, just as far as like balancing stuff out with what's going on in the company as opposed to what is supposed to happen. You know, let's, okay, next week. I'm going to shoot to get Vince on. He does his live, um, I, I, like his, uh, the brand thing that he does on uh, Tuesday nights. I'll hop in. I'll ask him. It's like earlier in the night. I'll hop in there. I'll, I'll see if he, I'm like, I'll just put him on the spot. Hey, can you jump in with us for a couple minutes just later on this evening? So next Tuesday, Jay, Bill, remind me if I, in All case right. I don't, you know, in the later in the day, just let me know. Remind Russo. Let's see if we can get him. I'll try to get him next week. I'd love to get some more insight on this. This is a very maybe maybe, maybe I'll try to contact a Hulkster. See what he hey. has to say. Hey Hulkster, uh, <laughs> Bill. Yeah, no, Bill Gardner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember me, right? Front row. Yeah. Remember uh, me from the restaurant? You remember me, Bill? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. Hold <laughs> the, the moose vest guy, brother. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Listen, what are you, Terry? Can I call you Terry? <laughs> Terry, what are you doing Tuesday night around? Nah, not nine o'clock, you know, your time. Listen, want to come on this podcast? <laughs> that's, that's Mr. Balea to you, brother. Terry, can I call you Terry? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now we go to Tanae in the ring. He calls out Jarrett, and this is Borbell. He was saying everybody's chanting Hogan here. The whole crowd is Hogan. Oh, oh, they're going nuts. My notes I got written down is this ruins the AJ match for me because now the sh- the focus is shift completely. It it's like I it's like the technicality that you have to have the match with AJ now <laughs> because now we know all you're doing is bridging it to get to the match with Hogan. You know what I mean? So he talks about Hogan, then talks about Russo, and then Russo attacks Jarrett and beats Jeff Jarrett down for a while, but then Jarrett gets the advantage and then beats the shit out of him for what seems like 20 minutes. Like, this this was so long. Uh, Then Russo's troops come in, make the save. AJ's in the ring just looking frustrated. Uh, he's just seething. I re- I wrote down horrible segment, and I, I I I didn't. It was so long. That's my. It's like okay, yeah. I saw Russo's beating him down, and I think I right off the bat, Jared sold for him way too much. It's still Russo's not a wrestler. No need that Russo has a five to seven minute advantage on him at this or five minute advantage, and then Jared just beats the shit out of him for what seems like forever just goes on and on and on i'm like all right guys uh, okay tell me if i'm if i'm so if i'm alone on that but i felt aj's in the ring lost he doesn't know what he's doing in the ring it's just this segment was so messy to me i don't know go no, ahead, go ahead it, it is it is super awkward well the most awkward part is aj hemming and hawing Making all those faces, grimacing, looking like he's like arguing with someone in the ring when no one else is in the ring with him. He just That's keeps, it. you know, he's doing this and he's doing this like he's he's like a frustrated three year old that just got put in a corner, you know. And, and nobody puts AJ <laughs> in a corner. That's for right. Sure. <laughs> exactly. No one puts Styles in the corner. Dude, Russo gets beat so bad. This was uncomfortable to watch. I mean. 
Jarrett hit him so many times while he was standing there against the fence. Like, first of all, he's like, okay, what's up with all the like nooses in the last several episodes? It's like, it's like almost like, eh, it's almost cringy. Uh, so he puts the belt around Russo, ties it to the fence, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> and hitting him so many times to the point where he's like, he like hung himself with the belt. Because he was just like, it was like, you know, like leaning and just hit him. Like, I'm looking at the Russo's face, just like, oh God. It's like, it's all right. You, you, you can stop hitting him with the freaking chair down. This, this is, this is not a wrestler that's got, you know, muscles, you know, to protect everything. It's like, no, this is Russo. Russo's not a wrestler for crying out loud. Jeez. Now, now he might have had something underneath the jersey. He might have. He but, sold it pretty well. I'll give it to Vince. He was he selling did. it to the point. I'm like, oh, shit, let the guy go. I mean, come on. He's dead already. You know, like, let him well, exactly. Yeah, he's dead in the, in the, in the age. This is what I was going to, what I was talking about early referencing to the yeah. whole thing with AJ in the ring and they're selling this Hogan thing so much. If I was AJ, yeah, I'd be pissed. That's what I'm saying. It, it's it's, it's completely overshadowing. AJ versus Jared. Am I crazy or, 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 or Bill, does this just make AJ sound uh, on paper at this point, transitional champion now, now we're like, yeah, yeah. he's just bridging it to get the Hogan. Yeah, yeah. I think we always had that worry, but now it's, it seems like it's the writings on the wall right now. Mm-hmm. Like AJ uh, well, has the more you see double J it's, it's, it's there anyway, but then, but then it, it's just a double J thing. It's same thing happened with Raven. He never got the title, but you you know when Double J's opening and closing every show, it's a matter of time before he's got the strap. Yes, yeah, it's it's heavy, and then you're it's getting there more and more at this point. So, uh, but you're right, he looks lost. He's just AJ's just lost here. So, uh, yeah, now we go to the back again with Scott Hudson. But just the, before we uh, yes. get off the AJ thing. The history will tell you they're going to use the excuse that they needed the name to hold the title, and oh, Jeff yeah. Jarrett was the name. And but I, you can't throw this at AJ because he almost has not been featured much on these shows as champion lately, and the shows have honestly not been great lately. So I'm no. sure the pay per view buys have probably been down, and they're going to. So they're, they're really putting a lot into the Hulk Hogan basket right now. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, they and sure the are. Jeff Jarrett's our star basket. We'll see what happens. Question: I'd love to know and the answer to is if this match happened, if they've got to happen, Hogan was, and I imagine this is a yes because you know I can't. It, that don't work for me, brother. If he has to lose, I imagine Hogan was probably going to win the NWA title. He specifically says he wanted to win oh, the NWA yeah. title in that press conference. Yeah, that, I yes, imagine he was going to get it. Yeah. And that would have been an interesting little trajectory into a lot of things. I mean, it's the one belt he never got to hold. Um, would have been very interesting. A lot of, lot of stuff that would have just been written from this, you know. And, and I can only imagine wasn't meant to be. Wasn't yeah, meant to be. For all we know, this was all. It was always maybe not that certain of happening, mm-hmm. and this was just posturing to go back up north again. Very well, could be. Because if you look at his history, I think the same thing happens in another couple of years in Memphis. 
uh, like a Jerry Lawler match that never happens, right? Well, that's right. That's right. That or did it happen? Did it? No, uh, I, I thought it, it did. Happen. I thought it happened. I think I, you know. I know what you're talking about. Though. You're I felt like right. he was trying to do these dream matches. Then he later he did all those ones in Australia with Flair. That like he was kind of going through these. You're he right. Was posturing for like big mega matches. And I thought I think it was just to get ones. Vince's attention every time. I think you're right. When does he go back? Did somebody in the chat verify it? after this? this is 03. We're in October 03. What's his next run up north? I'm curious now. You got me thinking. Uh, oh, yeah. Somebody find that out. Let us know. I'm thinking uh, it's got to be the Hall of Fame. It seems like 05, and it ends in what? WrestleMania 22 against Randy Orton? 05 is Hall of Fame. You're right. Yep. Mir said 05. Yeah. Hall of Fame 05. And you're right. 22. Was probably it. Yeah, you're right. Because WrestleMania 21 was 05 in Hollywood. He goes in in Hollywood, which was a huge class. Actually, probably one of our best Hall of Fame classes. And then 22 was Orton. You're right. And that was 06. So I think that was 06. Yeah, that was it. That that that's it. That that's the that's the next one. So he's up there year and a half after this. You know, so that could be it. Did, now, the, did the Lawler match happen? That's what I'm curious uh, about. That's a, that's a good question. Look that up. In the meantime, I will, I'll set up the next segment here. Uh, that happened in 81. No, I'm just kidding. Get out, get out of here. <laughs> Cut his mic. Uh, Scott Hudson with the red shirts and Northcutt talks uh, about Watts. He got a match with, Kevin, uh, with uh, Eric Watts coming up. And uh, again. Oh, okay. And the- I, I do remember this. This stopped Jerry Lawler from wrestling, and oh, yeah. the big show took his place. That's it. That was it. What year was and that? I do remember that. That was what, 07? Okay, so that's after the Hall of Fame thing. Yeah. Mir says it right here. 05 was the, the was the, eight, the HBK match where Sean just no-sold him or over-no-sold over him. Oh, yeah. 06 is Orton. So that was it, yeah. That's it. So, yeah, interesting. Um, all right. So, yeah, Kevin Northcutt talks about the Eric Watts match. And Hudson asks about Roddy Piper and the interview that's on tape. And, it's, and Kevin Northcutt pulls out, like, a like a dat tape or something, like a big cartridge. He's like, you want to see this tape? You want to see what's on the interview, huh? You're not going to get it. He smashes the tape. Yeah. Love Kevin Northcutt. I love Northcutt. Somebody find out where he is today. I wonder what Kevin Northcutt's doing. The, the one of the biggest missed opportunities to me yeah. in early TNA. If you look at those lists, and I know uh, Keem's in the chat, and he does those. This is one because I think it's so early, people don't even think about him. Yeah, but that's a guy you just look at him. He should have been a star like, with this he company, could, and he could talk. Or not this company somewhere else, but he, he doesn't seem to never go anywhere. He could talk. That's what gets me. I mean, the guy can cut a promo too. Uh, currently 48 years old. Let me see when his his last match. No, he he started in 94. Here's his matches now. Let me see what his last his last match was 2009. And it's like so he, le- he leaves here, right? He, he doesn't go anywhere after a year. Ah, uh, he does some. He does NWA territories after this. He NWA, NWA territories. Yep, he does NWA stuff. And I'm looking at yeah, he does TNA. Then it's a little bit of a gap between um between TNA does some NWA Texas. Goes around NWA Texas, and that's it. He's he's done an 09. What happened to Kevin Northcott? I'd oh. love to know where this guy is today. But yeah, he's 
pretty much not prior to that, he did, uh, let's see, a lot of indies around Utah. Utah and Texas, primarily Texas, a lot of his stuff, it looks like. Utah. Looks like he was a big Texas guy. And then uh, how about this now? He was a jobber in WCW on Worldwide. Remember Worldwide? Uh, fought Palumbo, Robbie Rage, Mike Awesome, Norman Smiley on, on Worldwide. So this That's a guy big guy to be a jobber. I know, no kidding. But look who they had him up against. They had him but, up against uh, Mike, Mike Awesome. Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Palumbo, also a big guy. Big guy. Um, Smiley, not a huge guy. No. He's pretty tall. But he though. wiggled. He wiggled. He wiggled. He can wiggle. You know, slap a booty here and there and wiggle. <laughs> I, I'm dying to know what happened to this guy. Uh, he, he to me, is, is. Oh, check this out. How about this? Funny match. 10 13 2001, he fights Hot Stuff Hernandez, who's later known as Hernandai. And uh, <laughs> he beats Northcutt for the NWA National Heavyweight title at the NWA's 53rd anniversary show. And uh, that's funny. Wow. Oh, wow. Interesting. Very interesting. I would love that. Hakeem, jump in and find out what happened to Kevin Northcutt, man. I'd love to know where this guy is today. Um, miss opportunity. Like he would be the perfect guy to bring on to this show i would love to i would love to have him on like hey man certainly let's let's kevin Northcutt. i want kevin let's get our good friend chris harris back here maybe he knows where Northcutt is surprise i bet he would i bet i bet like harris is like in touch with all these like yeah (laughs) i mean you know if had a beer last week you know some random shit like that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah i love me i love chris harris i'm so happy he made an appearance this year That, that warms my heart that he was on TV this year. Um, we go to, uh, here we go. So Kevin Northcutt with Ryan Wilson and taking on Eric Watts. I wrote down the Watts character is a mess. At this point, the Watts character is completely <laughs> a disaster. It is like, Callus isn't even there this week. Watts is kind of like this, this uh, director of authority thing. Oh, it's just a mess. They have a match. They show the lower third. Bruce is getting loaded into an ambulance. Northcutt gets some handcuffs out, basically brass knucks the handcuffs, knocks out Watts. Northcutt wins. Black shirts run in, try to make the save. They get killed. Don Harris out of nowhere comes in. And the original black shirt security, as Mike today calls him. Yes. Don Harris. Remember, Ron is gone. He's doing stunt work or whatever they said. They they, they announced like three weeks ago. Um, He makes, I'm like, face turn? And then Goldie slides in and is over Watts and crying and saying, enough, enough. But I'm like, who are you crying to? He just saved Eric Watts. And she's yelling at Harris, enough. enough. But I'm like, but he saved him. Well, I don't know who I don't know who she's crying Miss to at this Q. point. <laughs> I don't know what happened here. I, I this is a total mess. The whole segment is a complete disaster. The character's yeah, a disaster at this point. It's a mess. The whole thing's a mess. I the saw one really He's he's on this show too. <laughs> the, the funniest part of this yeah. is when Watts comes out and he's got Vaughn and Santel behind him. Santel's arm is in a sling, still from the week prior. This week. Vaughn is in a neck brace, comes out, waves to the crowd, and then goes, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my neck, my 
neck, white neck. And but he's still he's like all covered up with the fog from the Eric Watts entrance. And so he's you know, he's like stumbling behind the fog. It's 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 a rock. <laughs> this and this the, the most cringy part of this is when Heavy D comes out and gets one of the biggest pops of the night, and huge. I'm like I'm like, wait a minute. This guy gets a pop? Oh, screw this guy. <laughs> huge pop. The crowd like loses it for Heavy D, who was a heel the entire run up until this. Yeah. It's like and, and, and Goldilocks. <laughs> wait, wait, is that Goldilocks? And she just she slides in. Like you don't you almost don't even see her come in. You're like where the hell did she come from? No, like, I, this? I love I love Goldilocks, but we love Goldilocks. We she, love Goldie. She, yeah, we we did an hour and a half with her on here for crying out loud. We love Goldilocks, but when they put her out there, oh my god, she looks like she literally just got out of bed, <laughs> or or just hey, came hey, off of an all two thousand three hairstyles. So that was that we, style, J Bull. That come on, that's that that's that style from that. Yeah, era. well, the two thousand three. I'm I'm three I'm three years into my not having any hair, so I you know. I'm what does he? What does he know about hair at this? Exactly, point? No. exactly. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not a Paul Mitchell guy. Damn it! You know? <laughs> good reference. Good reference, Jay Bell. Good reference. Uh, Which one's Jay? <laughs> messy segment, though. I absolutely do not even know what to make of this segment at all. At all. But yeah, yeah. She's the whole. The whole screaming at Heavy D, like stop, like stop. What he's he, all, It's yeah. It's awkward he, as hell. He saved her. I don't know what you're asking him to stop doing. Yeah. Um, maybe next week we'll get more explanation on this one. Uh, Hopefully. <laughs> we, we get the bring down tag team match. You know, we get well, the well, well we get another Bound for Glory commercial. Oh, we do get one here? Okay. Another yeah, first one of those. Another bumper right here. Um, bumper. We get a bumper. We get a little bring down tag team match here. It's But a debut. But a debut here now. Yes. First, we get Eric from Manhattan, New York, Eric Young, which I thought was funny as hell. From Manhattan, New York, we get Eric Young. Not Dave. It said Eric Young on this time on the thing. Uh, and a debut, Jay, uh, Bill. Tell who that debut is. This is somebody I think you've met a few times, I'm sure. It, it is. It's, uh, it's that Sanjay Dutt who becomes a, he becomes a, a fixture of TNA. Uh, and for a brief period. Yeah, brief period as a VP in in the company too. I remember yeah. at one point until he left, he was pretty high there. Like he was, like when he left, like when he left with the Borash Abyss crew. Yeah, um, he was he worked his way up pretty high under Scott Demore. So. He was up there, man. I remember Rohit was telling me that that the, the hit squad was a Sanjay thing. They brought him in to do that he was like i was set for a huge thing with it because you know indian guy is like hey I'll, yeah and they were still using him yeah uh, a lot I'm, obviously that i'm sure that played a part in it yeah uh, because that was sort of like when pd would do stuff in canada it was like sanjay he worked matches when he was over when they were over in india yeah yeah he won the x title over there i remember that that was the big thing mm-hmm. um but no, that was Sanjay. Dutt. He looked great, by the way. He looked he was like super jacked. Did a great rest of the great match. They took on El Fuego and Jarrell Clark, who becomes a fixture in Orlando later on, who's part of that Fox board. Now, Jay, you remember Jarrell Clark? He was down in Orlando a lot. That name, 
looked familiar and I couldn't remember where I saw it. I'm like, okay, was he in here more later? Did he show up in another company? It, at first, when I looked at him, I thought he he looked, I, I thought it looked like, like, oh, that's, who did I think it looked like? Oh, I thought it was like Maven. I thought it was like <laughs> Maven <laughs> with a different name. And then I was like, no, that ain't Maven. It's no. Jarrell Clark, but he he ends up being on those Fox Sports shows. I mean, he, he was like you know opening match kind of guy there for a while though. He was definitely there for a long time. I'll say this: Jar- Jarrell Clark active on social media. Are you kidding? Where, where are you looking? Twitter? Yeah, he's at Jarrell Clark. And no kidding. I'm following him right now. Are you really Jarrell? Good old Jarrell Clark. Good for him. He's still working. So he okay. So he has a he, website, Mister630.com. Is it going to go? No, it's not. That's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried so, where that might take me for a second. So, so he was more prominent on the show on T when they got their TV deal in 2005. Yeah, he was part of those. Uh, like it was him and D Ray and and um, got a young MVP was even down there a lot for for some jobs and some squashes and stuff like that. Uh, but he was he was he was down there a lot. He was yeah, in those openers. It's funny. He he was active because one of the the gifts of Samoa Joe when he got released was him was was Jarrell getting the uh, muscle buster. Are you serious? Yeah, he's <laughs> awesome. Like, I thought I scrubbed the internet of this brutality. That's hilarious. My That's back hilarious. still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Good to go, Jarrell Clark. Old school man. This is going back to 03. Good for him. Now, I believe his partner, El Fuego, is an early trainer of the recently returned Taylor Wilde up in Canada. No kidding. Get some, so I think get there's some kind of a connection there. Get some intel. Let's, let's, oh, let's, wow. let's break this down. Is he really? Like, I don't think like if you look at like the main things, but I think if you look when she was really young, like when she was first starting, mm-hmm. like before she went and like uh, with some of the bigger names trainers afterwards, okay. I believe he was one of the early like day one trainers of her. Very interesting. Now I don't remember him at all anywhere else. No, I don't think he does much. Okay, after this, because so I don't remember him, but I remember that name Fuego, and I know they even said he's from Canada, so I believe he was connected to uh, early Taylor Wild. Hey, how about that man? How it all just ties in at some point. The recently returning Taylor Wilde. Very cool. Very, very cool. Wait, that El Fuego, that's not Fuego del Sol's dad, is it? (laughs) Father Fuego. Father Fuego. (laughs) Father Fuego. Um, No, I don't think so. (laughs) Kind of a bigger guy, too, huh? El Fuego. Did I I see that right? You seem like a kind of a taller guy. He reminded me of that one dude. What's his name? He's an NXT now, a Ring of Honor guy before. Punishment Martinez uh, kind of oh, looked yeah. like him a little bit, like face wise. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, Martinez, he's even bigger. He's that, that. That's a real big guy. Is he doing anything prominent down in NXT, or is he just kind of? I, I don't know. I, I assume he probably is, but I can't say I follow it that closely to know. I, I followed him early because he he did a lot of indies around here and uh, some of the early Ring of Honor stuff. Which I know someone did mention in the chat. That is, uh, who knows what we'll see happen? But they they are no longer associated with CMLL. They officially I saw uh, that. cut that, cut that uh, relationship. 
as we're us, as we see impact said, working with all these companies. Someone said that in the chat. Yeah. Well, yeah, there there was a CMLL. They actually issued a statement earlier today saying our relationship is over. Really? No kidding. So that's that's officially done, huh? Well, yeah. If if you're if the, the, there's kind of some tea leaves there, like a lot of the talent mm -hmm. is starting to work a new promotion down in Mexico. So I don't know if that was it or they already knew it was ending. So they started booking some other, and it's a new promotion, the main like AAA. Um, but remember, they they sign Russian stuff, so they kind of took away talent. So who knows? Who knows how uh, stuff was between those companies lately? But once again, we might see maybe Impact work closer with CMLL based on this. Who knows? Well, I got. I know oh, that ahead. Mexico's having a lot of trouble right now with the pandemic. So, I I got a horrible <clears throat> piece of news here. I got a horrible uh -oh. piece of news. So I googled Kevin Northcutt. Oh no! Horrible. He's on the registered sex offender list. <laughs> is he really? He he is. Is. You know it's oh. him. It's him. It's I'm looking at the photo. Yeah, it's him. It's was, uh, it, was it from 2009 ish? Is that 2010? Like February 2010. It all adds God. up. You know. It's okay, just, so that's why he went away. Yeah, because he he did he right around that time. Carnal knowledge of a juvenile. I don't know what that offense means. I don't know what legally carnal knowledge of a juvenile means, but that uh, sucks. Not good. Not good. That sucks. I that's terrible. I'm I'm sad to see that. That that's terrible. Oh. What could have been? You know what could have been? Yeah. What a shame. Which I I don't know what that that charge exactly means, but but that's that's terrible. Yeah. But, so all right. So uh, yeah. No. Kevin Northcutt? Yeah. We hardly knew you. Your push is <laughs> over. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. And here we are. I mean, look, we're putting them over based on what we know. I'm not, this, this stuff is all afterward. I'm just talking strictly career. Maybe if the guy had a decent push, this wouldn't have happened. You know, shit. There the you go. <laughs> but uh, shit, that sucks. That really stinks. But not, not to damper the talk about him, but you know, that's what it is. Uh, let's see here. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Basanja looked great, and they win. They win in this one. Uh, we get Kid Cash with Scott Hudson, and uh, he's talking about his match. Northcutt interrupts him here, says Callus wants to talk to him. Now, we haven't seen Callus at all in this show. No. Clearly, he's not in town on this one. No. Um, and I love Cat. I love Cash. He's defiant. He goes, no, you don't, you don't demand to talk to me. No, he's I, a I don't. notorious KID. That's right. I'm not talk I'll talk who I want to talk. I don't have time for you. I love it. I, Kid Cash is like marched the beat of his own drum. I love that. I absolutely love it. And I, I, he, he to me is is fantastic all the time. Like the guy, you no, know, he just has always been written to do his own thing. He's always defiant, always ran his own show. I, Kid Cash is is aces. I love him. everything they throw this guy in. I've, I've again another forgotten hero of TNA, of early TNA too. Has a big part in the history of the company. And I and I, I tag him sometimes in these posts. And he's not too active online, but in the history stuff, we tag him every now and then. Uh, I just wanted to, to know that like people are talking about you still. You are a very important part of the early part of this company that doesn't get I'm recognized. Actually, I'm surprised he hasn't because he was there in Atlanta during the last fan tapings. Yeah, and with the TNA stuff, I'm surprised he hasn't done something small at this point. Uh, or if they're just waiting for more of like a like the no place like home, but he was actually being used for additional storylines. 
Yeah, he was. And uh, I think the thing is, he has a pretty good, um, he's a pretty good job. He has a pretty good, like, he's a physical therapist, I believe, or a chiropractor. So one of the two. Got a pretty good, like, day job now. So he's, like, his career is good. Dr. K.I.D. Dr. K.I.D. So he's, uh, I'd love to go. I'd have him crack your back for you. You'd be like, what the fuck? You know, like, <laughs> but, um, but no, I mean. Smack to you the whole time. Yeah. And, and I think, I think he's, he's, uh. He's busy with that, so I think I don't think he's he's hanging on or waiting for the wrestling call, right? So, uh, but I want him. To, I I I love Kid Cash. I think he just he doesn't. He gets another another guy's overlooked. Man, those early asylum guys are just overlooked sometimes. And it, it hits me. I'm like, fuck, this guy was such a big part of the company. Yeah, year one, ECW for his ECW run, but like year he's one overlooked. TNA, like he's all over year one. Yes, you know, like oh yeah, he is the early X division. He is. And introduces Abyss to the company, uh, the Trinity feud. I mean, he was doing intergender stuff with TNA before Sammy and Tessa ever went down that road. This was Kid Cash. Ooh, this is we won't even talk about that. I'm, I'm starting <coughs> to have strong feelings on the uh, future of Tessa. He's becoming very active, if you haven't noticed. Uh, Mark was telling me. He told me she's posting about training now in San Antonio. Well, she was doing that, but she really wasn't promoting it. Now she's talking about it. She's starting to like and comment on a lot of her impact footage. Um, commenting on kidding? stuff like Gail and other people are saying. I'm just saying. Are you kidding me? Whoa. Okay. Nothing specific, but I'm just saying she was radio silent for months. Months. Now all Whoa, of a sudden like a she's, calendar year. she's probably as active as she's ever been, I'd say, over the last week or two. So Whoa. I'm just saying be on the lookout. Are you thinking I feel something's about to happen with her? Yeah. Does, are you thinking this is a hint towards a return to impact? I'm like, thinking it's a possibility. At minimum, it could be her just testing the waters. Could be seeing There's, how things are politically. Uh, but who knows? There, there was an interesting wow. promo that showed up tonight on on NXT. <laughs> oh, NXT. <clears throat> well, that was always the rumor. Mm. Yeah, and it would. So that could be it too. That's why it she could be. To do with, I didn't see there. it, but it had something to do with diamonds, and of course, diamonds are, you know, related there to. Are. Wasn't there something though, like WWE <clears throat> or NXT, like a year ago with diamonds, and everyone thought it was her, and then it never happened. Yeah, there was something with that, and who'd end up being? I don't, I don't even remember, but it wasn't her. Frankie there was something Monet, else like a diamond. Frankie was Monet. Fra was it Frankie Monet? <laughs> I don't know, but um. Oh, what I was gonna ask you guys, not to change the subject, but um, <laughs> yes, please change the subject. Uh, what is up with the camera angle here? You oh, see this new camera angle that they're looking up at Scott Hudson and whoever. Well, they did it with with Northcutt just to make him look bigger. I know yeah, that. Yeah, big. They make him what you do. Tall guy, anyway. They're making yeah, Scott Hudson. Goes under our shoes. Come on! But they did <laughs> this. But they did this with Hudson and Cash, and they're both Cash like the guy. same height. I just, I didn't get it. Like this new camera angle thing that they were doing with all the interviews. You probably got some hotshot who's like, "I got an idea. Let me add it." <laughs> I mean, is this the is this, the, is, 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 this <laughs> is this Kevin Dunn's first run in in TNA, and then he went to WWE and started the, doing all this? Screams like some hotshot who who wanted to come in and try and try it. Y'all, I got Scorsese. 
Yeah. He, they hired got, some new I camera got a guy. picture here. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all got an idea. You know, I'd shoot this real, real nice. You know, like he's just a show. <laughs> you know, some, some, some dude who's like Mr. Junior filmmaker. Like, we can make Norco look 10, eight, 10 feet tall right about here. Watch, go Where's Tell him about when we need it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we go to from that to uh diving and swinger with glenn goberti david young in their core taking on bill doring and roadkill over here huh look at the this w tag team champions which is very which pointed they, out they, to they, us. make sure to put out there i appreciate that I did, um yeah. the music they came out to was absolutely horrible yeah it was not <laughs> what the hell was that it was the worst of the Muzak selection. Oh my <laughs> god! What like? Where did they get this music? I mean, I can't even tell you what it was. It's yeah, it wasn't even like the generic ECW music <laughs> or like when they had Just Incredible and all. Right, those. right. And it wasn't like like hair just give them like Metal Rift eighteen. Yeah, it was a, yeah. I, I would have appreciated <laughs> Metal Rift eighteen, but it was, it was brutal. Um. But no, it's cool to see Dorian. I like Darren Doring uh, and Roadkill. I got to meet them at an indie here, and I talked to Dan Doring for like a half hour, and it was like the cool one of my earliest, like just interaction with the wrestler. And he's like the nicest dude. Like Danny Doring was super cool. Super, yeah, I think super he was cool. still the color man for like as of the last House of Hardcore show. Get out of here! He was doing that this whole time. I believe so. Oh, that's cool. Good for Danny. What's Roadkill yeah, doing? Had different. Play by play guys, but uh, I think it was always Danny Doring. Uh, That's from cool. My knowledge because I always see him at the shows. Really? Uh, so it's it's good to see uh, Doring and Roadkill. Remember, it's not far off their ECW run. Two years, so, year and a half so actually, yeah. or two years. Current. Yeah, and for- I get bringing them in, but I don't know. We see what happens. They they win the match, non title match, non title. Um, so it's always we just had this at Rebellion. What's your thought about the hot shot? Um, I know they're a heel team. That's kind of you want to. You almost feel like once again they're about to lose the titles. They say yeah. when they're losing on a match like this, they might not lose it next week on the re the, with the titles. But yeah. you know it's you know AMW is coming around. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Jay, you a Danny Doring Roadkill guy? Did you watch ECW? I don't know if I ever asked you, Jay. I think you said no, you saw. I, no, really I, I mean I've I've heard of them, but no, I'm I'm really. I don't know anything about these guys in ECW because I wasn't watching ECW. You know, the only ECW I watched was the WWE inception of ECW. What was the, the, uh, the, in the, I've seen, I mean, I've seen DVD, I've ordered DVDs and, and, uh, and stuff like the, the best of stuff that WWE came out of like, Oh, this special on ECW and that special on ECW. I've seen stuff like that, but no, I never, I didn't know, like, I didn't know these guys were, like, I've heard of them, but I didn't know they were a tag team or even tag team champions. The, uh, I remember, well, for the longest time, right, was it Bill that, that Roadkill only said chickens? That was his only line. <laughs> yes. You know, I'd be like, chickens. And then I remember, oh, like, God. <laughs> that's all he would say. <laughs> well, he came in almost like different, but a lot like bu- Bubba. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the, the bu, bu, bu. Like it was, but <laughs> what? Chicken. <laughs> At one point, they called him the angry Amish chicken fucker <laughs> roadkill. Like, yes, <laughs> well, first it was Plucker, but then the when the, when the Dudleys fought, it was like he's the angry Amish chicken fucker roadkill. I was like, 
<laughs> like, this is the kind of shit that was wacky. So fucking wacky. Oh, now, what was the awesome. timing? I'm trying to remember the timing of that. Was that before or after the South Park episode? Oh, this is after. After. Yeah, so they they they, they were using the South Park, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. it was. That's definitely what it was. <laughs> so good. A uh, lot of shenanigans in this one. Glenn's on count. Tons of shenanigans central in this one. Uh, A&W's watching on the outside. Cheating gets countered from um, from the champs. And Dorian and Roko get like the surprise shock win. So they set up. The, you know, you're, you're getting your heat. AMW's involved here. Everybody, you know, it's the tag team triangle of stuff. So, but it's just fun. God, I want my pizzles back. <laughs> he looked great. He looks he looks great today like you look then. Well, he was definitely favoring because remember he did that big move where he got everybody off. Like he you could tell he was protecting the ribs in this match. Oh, because he had the, the, the appendectomy just like yeah. three weeks ago. Like, what yeah, he's... Dude. Monster, but he's still going, obviously. So he is he's back in two weeks or whatever it was, or a week or some shit. It was waggy, like he was right back right away. Yeah. What a guy! <clears throat> Love me some giants. He's man. hardcore, he's hardcore. Uh, I, we were a huge <clears throat> conversation went on at AAW this weekend. I'm like, can we book Johnny Swinger? Who do we put him up against? I'm like, I don't even care. I don't care who you. I, I'm like, I'll fucking fight Johnny him. Swinger, man. Johnny Swinger, man. Like, I don't care. And I'll tell you, he it isn't just like for the TV. Like, he was on the celebration, and he was fantastic. And was he, he really? Tells, it's all off the cuff. Like, he's just it. reacting to things, and he oh, brings out those references, and it's <laughs> like he's like, yeah, yeah, and like Rosemary's <laughs> there, she's eating it up. Every, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that. And I guess I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're different fans than a lot of other fans. Yeah. But like obviously he pops the boys in the back, his oh, stick, yeah. and it pops. I think longtime fans, uh, because I'm sure a lot of the references go over a lot of people's heads. Like you got to be like '80s '90s fans oh, to really get sure. a lot of his references. Right. So, good. but it's a fantastic. He's a throwback. He, He's the he, ultimate throwback. Not a fake is. throwback like the guys down south. Oh I think no, only and aren't. This guy. I'm telling you, this is this is national treasure of wrestling. The stuff he pulls out in skits, like you just need to make a playlist on YouTube that's just Swinger, just so like if you need to just laugh, I like I would just let it play on my TV and just listen to it because he's that he's that entertaining. Yeah, if he if he was doing this shtick, same character up north or even down south with that platform. He may be so over right now. Like, he'd be, like, YouTube views out the wazoo. I just think they're the platform, and it's a good platform for Impact, but mm-hmm. a bigger platform, I think more people see him, the more beloved as a national treasure he would be. Down yeah. south more because they got, they, got the, they got the more hardcore fans. They more, get all the references. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the up north, you're playing the kiddos most of the time, but they just have that big reach. Yeah. What are you saying, Jay? It's funny you say that, Bill, because they've got a guy in developmental in the PC right now that you, if you look at him and his mannerisms and how he acts and honestly how he kind of wrestles too, you'd swear he was Swinger's son. With that Bugenhaven guy? Yes. Yes. Now they changed his name now, didn't they? Oh, they change all their names like 20 times. I don't even know what the hell they're calling them anymore. I saw this is the one guy Basil showed me. 
He's like, you'd like this guy. He's like an 80s metalhead. Yeah. That's his gimmick. And I liked him. I oh, this guy's actually pretty entertaining. I'm like, okay, cool. A cool, weird name, Boogenhagen. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting name. But I heard they changed it and they just Eric Boogs or something now, but then they just he's hidden now. Now they like they've layered him down where he, he's not even doing anything anymore, from what I understand. Yeah, they they had him come out like it was like last year. He was real hot for about a cup of coffee doing that gimmick. Yeah, and he's done. And now nothing. Yeah, he's done. Well, that's the thing, and this is the key to swinger. He has the history. He can, mm-hmm. he can, even though he, he plays a character that's before what his history was, mm-hmm. really, <laughs> he really has a leg to stand on. And so, yeah, he would have to be involved because a young guy, it, it kind of looks fake. Yes. Like, yes. Because you're, you're, you're 22 cool. years old. Don't act like you're from the 80s. Yeah. I mean, Johnny's, you know, he's in Go his back 40s. to your cosplay convention at Comic Con. Right. Like, <laughs> jo- just for context, so you guys know, Slinger made his debut in 93. You know what I mean? Like this guy and his uncle was Tony Parisi, who was in the WWF in the 70s. And yeah, know, but see, and, and that's where I'm sure he learned a lot of the references. From. Oh, I mean, he grew up, they said he grew up around his uncle. I mean, that's where he, he was around. So, I mean, that's, He's part of that that era, so it, that's where this comes from. This is an authentic guy, so <laughs> I love me, Giants Swear, man. Uh, what a guy! What a guy! His in- internet connection ain't worth a damn, but hey, <laughs> I love him. <laughs> we still gotta get him back. That, that's we'll, on the list. We'll get him back. I'm, well, now, how was how was his connection and stuff during? Well, he's at I the mean, hotel. He... he was at the hotel for that one at the. Uh... Okay. Well, well, he's at the arena. They do celebration from the arena. Oh, they really? Oh, okay. Oh. So, oh, they always was... do it. That's one of the things about that. They do it in like the the backstage interview area is where they broadcast from. Are they? So they're like oh, in the arena while they're setting okay. up. Well, are they okay. all sitting together, or how does that? No, how does no, no. Run? They they kind of wave them in. It's like come on in. So oh, like they they, okay. they so just like an interview segment in the back. Gotcha, oh, so it's one gotcha. at a time. One or two at a time. Oh, like they, I thought they put out a table and they, they'll have like Gia and D'Lo hosting two oh. person table. They might bring one in to talk to two of them, or bring in one to talk to one of them, or bring in two in to talk to one of them. Never more than three oh, people. I thought it's like grid style where it's like everybody's Brady nah. bunched up, you know? Like, <laughs> no, like when the fans ask questions, that's how it is. Got it. Oh, interesting. Did you get your that's prize? Back? Zoom. You get your gift pack yet or no? No, they don't ship it until after it. So okay. I'll probably, although I do have two packages here, maybe near the end of the show. Mm. Remember, I made a purchase during last Thursday's show, and it's here. Oh, okay. You want to open it today or you want to save that for Thursday? Either one I can do. And I also got something else from Impact in the mail. Why don't we do one today and one Thursday if you want to do it? Right. Okay. We'll do okay. the throwback, although they're, they both might be considered throwbacks. But we'll do the throwback, throwback. All right, we'll do okay. one and one. Uh, cool. Let's let's go on. Let's let's start get let's get in towards the uh, the stretch here. All right, we got uh, Raven in the Gathering with Scott Hudson, and all sorts of audio issues going on here. Uh, they, yeah, uh, they cut off Raven for most of it, but he he ties it back in. I really, well, this I really, is the one I guess where Jay says, "Was this yeah. the one or earlier where the main event's changing?" It's here. Okay, okay, so this is it. That's why we missed it. <laughs> right, because, yeah, because Raven was selling it. You missed half the promo. And then, so then Raven exits. CM Punk gets on the mic with Hudson, and they switch camera feet. 
Yeah. They, they cut they off. Cut. They cut off CM Punk. I'm they like, oh, Punk. the disrespect is. Oh. It's terrible. They cut like Punk's like, hey, let me tell you what's gonna happen. Then they just cut him off like video package. Right. Like, and then they, they they talk about it. I believe as they're going into the next thing, or they or somewhere around there. But they do mention that. Uh, oh, and by the way, blah 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 blah. The segment has changed. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Mm. Yeah, that's what it was. So <laughs> poor Punk. Um. But I don't like CM Punk, so that's okay. I never liked the guy. I got, gonna, I got heat. Gonna, get Mickey, get Mickey Gale on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make you a fan, Trent. Damn it. I'm gonna make no you way. Fan. I've had enough personal run-ins with the guy around the city that I don't need to be. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> we go to Kid Cash. Yeah, only besides what impact that we have to yeah, change but that stance. The running joke with like Basil and, and my buddy Nate, referee Nate is uh is like when like I'll hate a guy. Until he shines with impact, and it becomes like this whole like I like I change the narrative on it. Like you know, it's really great, great to see impact reaching out and and you know, punk. I always liked the guy. You know, he he had a great future ahead of him in impact. And I wish he would have nice, nice of him to come here and embrace who he really is in impact. I can't wait to see what he does next. Like I <laughs> like I'll hate a guy until he signs with impact, and it's all of a sudden I'll justify every everything to like to like no end about how great the guy is, what a great opportunity this is for him. <laughs> like it's just it's a running joke here. But uh and then, and then watch him put, you know, a, a collection of all the old clips together. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I remember this one where they cut you off right before you started talking. Son of a bitch. Uh all right, we got a kid cash um kid cash and abyss. Uh abyss comes out to a very interesting song. Oh it's, God! <laughs> it's just the baseline of Sabu's music. Did you catch that? Because Sabu has that dun 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 dun, dun, dun right? Oh, a bi- a that's bi- why it sounds familiar. It just it's just, just the loop. Bi- it's just dun 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 dun. It's like running with the devil, Van Halen. Dun 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 <laughs> dun, dun dun. That's all it is, and uh, hilarious. But um, he comes out. Andrew Thomas is awful in this match, by the way. It some is. Ba- this is near oh. the end here. We're getting some bad refereeing in these next two matches. Call, call it out here, Bill. If you have notes on us, call this out. This was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Let me see with this one. I, I really go after uh, Rudy in the main event. But let's see. There's a poke in the eye. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just seeing anything in particular I put about. But but it's just it's 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 just he he's sloppy he's all over he's the sloppy. place. Sloppy, yeah. Oh. I say this is more sloppy. The other one is just, and we'll get it to in the main event. But it's just like so unbelievable. Like it's 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 just timing so off, so uh, bad. This, and it, it's here was, too. Rudy was horrible in this. Yeah, but Rudy, we'll go in that in the main mm-hmm. event. But it's I, I, now that you said ref, I can't help but think of all the Rudy spots because uh, they were. They're just in, they're now imprinted in my mind. Just a disaster. Like the ref, the ref, Andrew, and I like Andrew Thomas usually, but here he is terrible. That's why I mean, it's it's so strange how like an Andrew Thomas can be good, like he can be real good, yeah, and then he can be this, and it's <laughs> all over the place. Well, it was a mess. Uh, Abyss wins, but it was just like what a like the sequence was just all over the place. Like it was just all this was messy. Hands down, just a messy sequence all all around. But uh, but that was it. Abyss was there a post match beatdown or something? I don't know if I. I don't, anyway, yeah, I after the like he he gives them. It's not named yet, but isn't that the shock treatment? 
yeah. he gives them after the match. That's know? right. That was it. Uh, they got to send it home a little bit further. Like, but first, like, like Cash uses the chair first, but then mm-hmm. Abyss stands tall. Oh, yeah, because uh, after the match is done, uh, Cash hits Abyss with the Fuji dust. Yeah, Fuji dust, Daddy. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. This whole thing is a disaster. This match, uh, not not from not from Cash and, and Abyss, but the but the officiating is just. Oh yeah, the the match itself was great. Yeah, they did a good job. They did a good job. I, yeah, this this early inception of uh, Abyss and Kid Cash just selling, just you know, because he's, I mean, this in reality, this should have been over in like ten seconds. Right. You know? But they they dragged it out and and Cash gets a little offense in, like he gets like the 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 big open hand slap and mm-hmm. abyss turns and, and he looks back like oh shit, you know, it's like let me add the the long pause and oh, here it comes, you know. Yeah. But they know Cash is one of their better talkers. They can't he is. just bury him. And, and he's a great you could you could see Cash is a great ring general though. You watch mm-hmm. him in these matches, he knows how to operate a point yeah. A to point B. Like if anything, he's leading leading this match. He's totally oh, calling yeah. this one, you know. Uh, and Abyss at this point's about. I think Abyss is a '95 debut. I think he debuted in '95 in Puerto Rico and stuff. So he's about eight years in. But Cash is a little bit a little bit ahead of him on this. But Cash has had more exposure. Yeah, and remember, and, we see the Abyss. We see yeah. Chris Park in one. Too, but then he's gone for fifty episodes. Right, I think he goes back to Puerto Rico for a bit because he was down there with with Dutch Mantel and whatnot. But but Cash is is the ring general. You could see even when the match gets lost, look look. Just, if you need any proof? Watch the Trinity matches. You know he he makes her look like a million bucks in those. But man, he he and he works stiff. He's very stiff. He's strong styles, especially. And he even says it like, although now with some of the stuff we're talking about, it almost seems like. When he first says it's like, oh, I, I did a little double take. He's like, he's like, I beat women. Yeah. <laughs> he, he doubted me. I beat women. I was like, that's fucking great. What a guy. But he, you know what? To this day, he works stiffly. When you saw him in Atlanta, he still lays it in. When he's chopping guys, he's and that when he had that come, Jay, I want you to watch Kid Cash's 2010, 2011 run. He is ridiculous. He's doing the bitter veteran thing. And he is just beating the piss out of rookies. Like I that probably, whole run. I probably saw it. I just don't remember it. He's fantastic. Because, I mean, I was real back and forth with TNA over the years. Like I well, That, that was what everybody did, like, their last run. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of these people come back in 2010. They do. It's like a second wave at that time. Yeah. Is that, is that what Hogan? Is that, well, I know Hogan brought in, like, a whole fresh crop of people, and, like, not even half of them stuck around. That's right before all the Hogan stuff, isn't it? No, it's it's after he's it Hogan's still there, Hogan's but it, but there, it's like but after the initial run of his boys, yeah, okay. But the thing, well, yeah, after that, and then the thing is, keep in mind though, like the Hogan era or not, the ratings were you're at you're at over two million people a, a week here at this point. Oh yeah, so people were there's money to to throw around, and there's people wanting to come there because of that. The exposure's there, so you have those other guys coming through. There was a lot of people coming through at the, at that time. Yeah, you, you may have sent some hardcore fans away with that, but you brought in a lot more as well. Mm-hmm. So the, the, to the, the point that they were trying, 
Well, yeah, yeah. They to the point that even tried Monday nights mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, I was there for a Monday night. Yeah, you went to one of those, huh? The Rob Van Dam title one. Oh shit, that's that's a big one to be at, actually. Oh, see that 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 I was really watching. That I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, real, real quick reminder, to everybody in the chat, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, give it a like. Uh, hit the like button. It takes like a second. So just more likes, the better. The more it gets out there. So give it a quick like, like right now. I guess, I, you know, ever since we started doing that in the middle of the show, guys, I started mentioning that it helps because these, these lunatics do go hit like, and it definitely, I've noticed. Likes it's it, it's as quick as this. Exactly. <laughs> See, now that we put it like that, you have to hit like, so thank you. <laughs> uh, Simon Swinger Disco and Young are with Scott Hudson and talking about being robbed of that win. Rematch next week. AMW, you're going to have a mystery tag team for that deal with you. Hudson's like, who is it? Tell me it's who it is. And he's like, you're not going to probably tell you shit, Scott Hudson. Get out of here. Okay, Scott Hudson. Oh, it's, it's, it's about Simon damn time. Was, Simon <laughs> was great. He's like, we were robbed. Simon's a great promo. I Another overlooked. Simon Diamond ends up becoming an agent for the company for almost like 10 years. He's, he's becomes a road agent after this run. He's in the back. And so he he's a big part of the, and he, he's, he would show up on backstage skits and things like that a lot um, under the real name. They would call him Pat, you know, they oh Pat, you know, Irish Pat Kenny. So they, uh, which I think he does do a, a run as Irish Pat Kenny in a couple of years or a year or two after this, just a real wind down part of the career. So, but yeah, he's, he's, he's a great promo. Simon's got a problem. If you ever saw that stuff in ECW, oh, Jay, he, Jay, he would do a thing where he'd come out and he'd be like, Simon's got a problem. Then he'd rant about something. Simon says. Then they'd be like, I, I didn't say Simon says. And he'd call us heat. <laughs> he was great. A good part, like a good shining light of that later ECW. Uh, so we go to what is the main event. Kind of a meat weak man, but Slash and Vampiro against the Gathering. It is a little brutal and bloody. It's not long. It's kind of a quick match. And the new church wins. Raven makes the save, gets in there, kind of beats him all down. It was very healthy for a guy that couldn't go in the main event. Yeah. And that's what and Tanae, I think, recognizes that it seems a little out of whack because he's like, he's like, he's been through so much tonight and he still has the fortitude to come out here. And it's like classic Tanae. You know, he, he knows. He's like, People are going to think this is crazy because we just took him out of the main. And here he's running at full force. So sell it. Today's, a, today's an artist. He's, and, t- he's telling the story. He is. But he but, even has to get on Rudy during this match. Yeah, so let's talk about the Rudy thing. Go ahead. Break that down. So so during this match, yeah, especially near the end, mm-hmm. uh, so probably the three quarters away through, he all of a sudden, he just starts hanging out with James Mitchell. Who's that right side? <laughs> Rudy. He just and James Mitchell, he's pretty much just standing there. He's not overly selling, trying to get Rudy's attention. He's mm-hmm. just like says a word here and there. But Rudy's enthralled. He can't turn around for what seems like half the match. He's just his back's turn. Like there's moves going left and right. And then at, at one point, Tanae just yells out, turn around, Rudy. Because I think he just <laughs> stood there for too long. And then occasionally. Rudy would turn his head oh, God. and just turn it back again, even though nothing ha- nothing changed. Uh, so every, every big move, you, you hear the wrestlers going, hey, come on, come on, come on. He's doing nothing, just oblivious. 
Yeah. And then obviously uh, there's like one finish hit. And then all of a sudden he runs. Right. What the three? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a mess. But it's Rudy. like not even trying to sell it. Like if this, like what I, I've been getting on Vampiro for, yeah. for not selling. Rudy seemed like he didn't even try to like look like he was being distracted. Unreal. Like he was like, he was just waiting for Mitchell to say, turn around and count to three. Like he See, wasn't even I, engaging and being distracted. I love, I love James Mitchell in this match because the camera would actually lock on, <clears throat> excuse me. The camera would actually lock on to James Mitchell a couple times early in the match. Early. Yes. Yeah. And, and James, he's like, he's like looking around. It's at first it's like, what the hell is he doing? And mm. then commentary would, would chime in and be like, Oh yeah, he's, He's looking around for he's because of what happened earlier in the night with Raven. He's watching out for Raven. Yeah, that's oh. the story they're so trying to say. Like, okay, yeah. James Mitchell looks like he's like high or something. It's like, no, he's watching for Raven. <laughs> he's looking over his shoulder. He's watching in the crow's nest. He's looking around. My thing with Rudy, and I don't remember, I should have written it down. I don't remember what match it was. There was one match during the show where Rudy, somebody was about to get somebody in a pin and Rudy dove down and started counting the pin before the guy was even rolled up. <laughs> and I was like, so then when he ended up, like he got to like the, 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 the fourth count and then somebody was like kicking out and it's, I'm just like, what the hell was he doing? He was counting before the guy was even pinned. I'm like, <clears throat> like, whoa, what? I, uh, I remember, and Bill was there when this happened, uh, in Florida talking to Earl Hebner for a while and him telling me exactly, he goes, I'll never make a wrestler make me, or let a wrestler make me look stupid in there. Absolutely. He goes, he goes, the integrity to a match is based on the referee calling it like it's a contest. Because I ain't gonna let a wrestler who can't do their part make me look like an like an idiot. So he goes, if I gotta count somebody out, I'm gonna count them off. I gotta DQ them, I'm gonna DQ them. It's just how it is. And it always stuck with me because it's like that is how you have to call it. It's the illusion of a contest. You have to call it. Yeah, there was the no effect. illusion in this match. Not at all. It gets so really they, and, and they should have, if this was the rules, like hardcore match, no rules. Yeah. That's something. Right. That wasn't stipulated here. Not Supposedly, at all. Rudy was calling this down the middle. But yeah, if, if we want to go with the storyline, he was afraid for his life from Raven the whole time. Well, James Mitchell was. So, therefore, <laughs> he had to watch James Mitchell the whole time and not I pay mean, attention to the second half of the match. I guess. <laughs> like, there, there really is a span of five minutes of the match where he doesn't turn around. I, I know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's like, he's nowhere to be seen. And you're like, well, what's he's going in the corner with James Mitchell. Like, like, what are you guys Dude, doing? Obviously, somebody was supposed to do something in the like. Okay, the ref is distracted. A, B, and C happens behind his back while yes. he's distracted. Something was supposed to happen. Somebody missed a cue. Yeah, the somebody whole match happened. happened. <laughs> 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 hey, Rudy, it's kind of a match going on back here. Are you, you seeing this? You seeing this shit? Yeah, like, like you can sell that for like thirty seconds to a minute. He sells it for way too long. Way too long. Or he doesn't like, even care. Like he, he checks out and, and he and he keeps peeking over his head the whole time. So it's like I'm, and I'm sure he would blame it on like somebody who's supposed to do a specific spot, maybe like a that he was waiting you. for. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, like maybe he well, missed like the cue earlier with that. Right. That dive it. It feels like there was a <laughs> lot of missed cues tonight. Now, one thing I could tell, I don't think these TNA refs have the earpiece, which is very prominent today. Uh, the, the earpiece is the classic thing now where they just say, turn yeah, around. They would have said, Rudy, turn around. Because you can tell. I, I, I know for a fact when Tanae says, turn around, Rudy, he just got fed up with it. I, I think – I think they might have patched into Tanae to say, tell his ass to turn I, around. I, I think that's exactly what happened. I'm Gary. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think you're 200% right. That's exactly when, what happened. When he calls out Rudy because he doesn't do it often is when it's just like it's so bad. I got to I gotta say something. <laughs> and it was like that today. Man, uh, Raven <laughs> makes the save. He gets in there, and that was that. But I tell you, I was telling my buddy uh, – I was like, I can't believe this guy has a job today. <laughs> like, I, I cannot believe this guy's on TV today. Like after this shit, this is his demo reel. Forget it. Forget <laughs> it. I'm not hiring him. Senior <laughs> official. Is he a senior up there? Up, up oh, no, no. Here oh. he was. He was already senior official. Yeah. Well, there's two. <laughs> That's a thing. Well, there's three. Who's the, uh, oh yeah. The Posey's there too. Posey. That's right. Posey's in there. He struggled Posey. as well. Posey. <laughs> I'm waiting for Slick Johnson to show up. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, he looked like he was on a trampoline in his match, Posey, earlier. <laughs> he was. So young. He was bouncing. He, bounced, he got like two feet of air every time he did a, a count. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I, was t- I told uh, I, uh, referees at AAW this past weekend. I told them. Uh, I said, guys, because they asked, like, we have two new guys trying out. And they said, any rules? I said, you know what? I said, call like it's this is a real match. As far as you're concerned. Don't you don't look dumb. And I remember that from Earl Hebner. He told me I never forgot that. So any referees I tell, I said, you two don't look stupid. Anybody fucks up in there, you count them through. We'll we'll figure it out on the on the back end. But you don't look like you know, you keep the integrity of the match. And it just it makes sense. When you look at shit like this, you're just like the integrity of the match is being sacrificed because we're sitting yeah. here 20 years later talking about it. Yeah, you you're know? already <laughs> we're overbooking finishes to yeah. add in the ref stuff. It just became a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. And we're so. in really, this is the thick of TNA dusty finish booking, yeah. uh, which they got a bad reputation for. And we're in the thick of it right now with these yeah. probably the last 10 episodes. Yeah. So you are, you're, you're, he's right. Bills are actually right. That's where, you, that's where we're at here. So the less ref crap we can have to deal with, the better it is, please. <laughs> but, uh, so that that's the main, but we go off the year with uh, we go to we go to the next segment is is Tanae and, and Wes setting up next week, but it's a phone call. We get the phone call from the mouth of the south, mouth of the south, baby, and he <laughs> he all he declares it. Hogan's coming. Well, Hulk, yeah, he's, he says Hulkamania is coming. <laughs> well, he says he's coming coming for Jared, yeah. and then Tanae tries to get him. He's coming here to the asylum. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy doesn't answer. No, that's <laughs> where you keep it safe. That was the one out. That's where anything was the clue. <laughs> the eyes were not dotted and the T's were not crossed at this point. You're right. You're right. Because it was le- that's the door left a crack open just in case. And that's where we get it. Um, Jarrett comes out in the middle of the phone call or after the phone call's over, interrupts it, threatens Hulk. Yeah, well, with Browser. a mic that doesn't work. Yeah. Well, it's it's the working. It's but working, it's not, but Keith Mitchell in the truck didn't turn it. They didn't over. patch it to TV. Yeah, yeah, they didn't patch it to us. Um, the crowd's chanting Hogan, Hogan, Hogan. Styles comes out and attacks him. 
they brawl. I mean, the, the the shift, the focus has shifted. It's not even on Styles now. Like Styles feels like third level here because the match now is Jarrett Hogan. Like it just, it almost feels like a setup that Styles going to lose here at this point. But we go off the air with the brawl. That's it. The match is next week. Jarrett and Styles. That's it. And we're going to November 30th for the original Bound for Glory, which that doesn't happen. And that's the end. It kind of ends a little flat to me. Then end as, as it's just the focus of that, what they built Jared getting this title match to be like, it's getting a title. Oh, he worked so hard to get this title match. It's like, Hey, but here's Hogan. It's like that meme yeah. where the guy's walking with his girlfriend and the other hot girls walking behind him. And it's like, yeah, that one. <laughs> it's like styles is the girl looking at him. And he's like, Hogan, you know, <laughs> that's, that's what that is. Zach Boniford. If you're ever going to make a meme, like you send us, you need to make that meme right there. It's got to be the leering boyfriend, and it's like Hogan's <laughs> the, the other one, and Styles is the one looking like, what about me? What about our match? So that's the one to make. 2003, baby. That's Although, it, guys. Hmm. To be fair to that, 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 if the Hogan thing just like came out of the blue, that, that could have had them just totally called the audible here. I and think that, that, that became number one priority. Because look at it. They're, they're building a pay-per-view out of thin air. To it's true. Cause Hogan. <laughs> I, the the paper you announced with the week before was like, wait, what? You know, <laughs> where did this come from? So you're right. I'm sure it fell into their lap. And then I think it fell right out of their lap, which we find out later on. It's gone just as fast as it comes in. And this is like a couple of a couple of relationships Jay Bone's been in back in the old days. <laughs> just in and out, just you know, as fast as they come through, they're out of there. Huh, Jay Bone? I, it was, you know, the, the bed was a revolving bone. <laughs> so, so you're saying we're, we're not getting this? <laughs> <laughs> we're not getting pasta mania, that's for sure. <laughs> that looks delicious. I have not had a pasta Tuesday in forever. In a long time. We get back to that one of these days. That's the show. That's 66, guys. That's, that's a lot going on. Not a terrible episode, but just a lot happening. A lot of moving parts. Yeah. A lot of fuse progressing. Uh, I think this Bound for Glory thing's kind of thrown a few things for a loop, but they could easily tie it up if they focus it all. Kind of right the ship. I guess next week's the telling week. What happens next week is what sets you on your on your path. So we'll see what happens. But well, they have, they've got they've got three championship matches next week, so it's going to be loaded. It's yeah, it's it's a that's big, a good one. Week. 67 so we, we, we may have got what you would call a filler episode this week. It's a it's a setup episode. You yeah. know, it, it's it's a builder episode. So yeah. you uh it and it wasn't terrible. Yeah, you, you had a lot happen. Yeah. A lot happened on this one. Um the execution was a little up and down, but you still got a lot of content, which I can never say they don't try to overlay they overload you with content. That's not a problem. But uh but that's it. So that's the show. We're gonna go the quick unboxing here. We're doing one unboxing today. One on Thursday. All right. So this build is a throwback. This is a throw. This is, a, this is an Amazon package now. Oh, I think I know what this is. This is uh all right. Open this up. I think I know exactly what this is. And while Bill's opening that, we'll play. We'll play. Uh, we should play some sound bites or something. I don't know. Something to fill in the fill in the gap here. You know. Uh, what else? What can we play in here? Let's. Uh, what's a good one here, J Ball? I always like this one. I'm a sucker for this. Bro, J Ball, listen to me, man to man. Bro, you got the we got the Brian Alvarez thing going on. What's what's going on over there with the head thing, bro? What's what's going on there with oh, the thing? Jay Bone, talk to me. It, it fits. Well, it fits out. every week. Fits All every right. week. The box is open. 
The bo- that perfect timing, huh, Bone? Look at that. Look what we got here. Look oh, at this. Ladies quick. and gentlemen. Nice. A brand, brand, brand new, new sealed. Wow. wow. That is sexy. For those on audio, it's the DVD board, the TNA DVD board game. Awesome. That is awesome. Nice. Look at that, man. Look at the uh, Bill, what's the uh what's the trademark date on? What's the roster going to be? What what's the year? It's This is probably got to be 2010, I'm going to say. Looking for the year 2008. 8. Holy. So crap. we're pre-Hogan. So actually oh. most people would say 2009 was the number 1 year. So this is going in to the I, top year of the company. I say it all the time. Oh, nine was, that was the year it hit, man. It That's hot. what, and it, it derailed by shifting everything when Hogan came around. But look at unlimited gameplay. You should try to register it online. See if the website's still up to register it and all that too. That's fantastic. Look Play at the that. game. Feel the impact. I love it. Uh, Twitch, Twitch game night, Bill, huh? I think so. Oh, this is great. I'm this in. is absolutely beautiful. The fact that you were able to get a seal brand new one for a decent price. Yes. Yeah, I was all in at $16 and something cents. That's Now, that's a collectible, guys. That's a fun one to get. I love it. So, Absolutely love it. The board game. The DVD board game. See, people tend to forget. I mean, they had the, they had board games. They had a, they had several line, series lines of action figures in the store. Um, they had the ring, the belt replicas. I mean, everything everything people see AEW doing now as a new company. TNA was doing it. They had they went through all this. They were in Toys R Us, they were in Walmart, they were in Target. I mean, I personally got a couple of things from those stores. Like they, they were doing it all. So they've been there. It's just what 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 tends to get what what gets looked at is that they they lost it. They, you know, they lost that that spot. Yeah, you because know, in, in a perfect world, you would Every year should be a new line of action figures. Sure, I mean that's should never have lost licensing. That's what that's what people tend to harp on. But yeah, credit words do. They were doing all this stuff. They had Bill. You remember the uh, what was that that piece of merch they had in the stores? It was those. This was big around like 2010. Um, I think they were called Fat Heads. They were like the oh, big yeah. stick the stickers for the wall, like for kids' oh, rooms and stuff. You guys yeah. remember those? Yep, they yeah. were doing those. The life size stickers. I mean, kids had them in their bedrooms. Um, posters and the poster things you know at all the shops they had a ton of merch in major mainstream retail and um yeah like i said they just they lost it but don't be surprised if this starts coming around again i really got a feeling you got myers and cardona in here you got good brothers good brothers in here you got the partial with aew i mean you know they're all friends here there, there's there's some favor to be lent somewhere. And, and a line of action figures today would be fantastic. Yeah, the action figures. Probably next, I know people would say the video game. A new video game. People game's a big one. That's a tough one, though. because games tough. are That is tough. They, you, they take time to develop or you get not a great game. Yeah, that's the thing. Now, I like the original game. I because it's, it, it's I like I had a fun time with that game. And if it, it would have been even better if it just kept continuing on. But, um, but no, I mean, game, yeah, you know, but I think the first step, get those action figures back out because that's a hot, that's a guaranteed sell, and especially in today's market. That's a guaranteed winner. You're and gonna there's so make many, money. like they have the relationship with the, that Super Seven, uh, mm-hmm. that does the Good Brothers figures separately, yes. so they could do something with them 
uh, because they kind of do customs. So they could almost treat it like a custom line at first. Mm -hmm. They don't have to go in with one of the big guys and then kind of do that as a first series and go yeah. from there. I know they're really embracing the micro brawlers right now. Yep. Uh, but that's obviously it, it, it's a start. It's a start. Uh, it's a start. There's no sure. action. So it's not an action figure, but it's a, it's a start though. It's a start, it's in, a start. In, in the merch line of collectibles, you know, like that's something. And, and uh, as a, they've revamped shop. And shops looking. I'm looking at it right now. There's every nearly everybody's got a T-shirt. It seems like nowadays. I mean, Triple XL just got a new T-shirt. So like, the shirts are out there. The the micro brawls are getting out there. Things are back in stock. I, I we're we're turning the corner on this this area now. This is good stuff. The best thing you, as fans is buy it, support it. That's the best thing you can do is just support the brand as many times as you can. So. I love it, man. I love it. Uh, Imp Slam Zone's asking, do you guys have the best of three live crew DVD? They only, they only have made 200 copies. I don't know about that. that I have it. I know it, it's tough to get on the... It, who knows? I have it. I'm sitting looking at it right now. It's on my shelf. Isn't I know it? that's always been one of the ones said as people have been talking about like the tough to get DVDs. Really? That was one of the tough to get DVDs. That one and one of the America's most wanted ones, right? I think well, we're considering some of the tough ones. <laughs> well, the America's Most Wanted ended up getting reissued. It's on the shop the now. It's yeah. on the shop now. They, I remember Bob Ryder specifically got that one put back through a couple years ago after I've, I spent a pretty penny on getting it from England when it was out of print. It's, out, it's in print now, nicely pressed and sealed if you guys want to buy it. It's on shop right now. But the Three Life Crew, I'm going to look at something. Three Life Crew, let's see. I just don't know if there's many out there. That's the thing. It's just. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh oh, gee, man! I guess uh, Fanzone's not kidding. On eBay, Bill, check this out. We got two of them. So I'm looking at two listed right now. Take a guess, Jay. Jay and Bill, take a guess each what the price is on either one of these. Rare DVDs, tough to get DVDs. Yeah. Are, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 100 bucks. 100. I think I, th I think it's probably higher. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go very prices right and go like. I should say 101, but I'm gonna say 150. <laughs> uh, there's two of them. One is selling for 174.99. The other one is selling for 300 dollars. Oh, 300 bucks. No, I, I know that's it. one of the tougher ones to get. That's crazy. You don't know that. Used? Nah, mine's used. I I, I watched. No, them. no, I the ones on online. Oh, see, uh, used. These look to be. Let me see here. I the pre-owned and and one's new. Three hundred dollar one's brand new. Three hundred dollar okay. one's sealed. So that's why they came up with double the price. Whatever yeah. one on that first. Isn't that something though, man? Holy crap! Um, good shit. Good stuff. I think um, I was looking at uh, Chris Harris's uh, site the other day, and I think he has the DVDs back on his site. Chris Harris does well. I mean, they're selling them on shop too, so they they got that one for sure. Yeah, but I'm assuming you get his signed. Yes, that'd be cool. That'd be super <laughs> yeah. cool. Um, yeah, that's awesome. But 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 turn the corner, guys. We're getting out there. Um, now if they're smart, they should do another run of like some of the rare ones. Like I'm talking a small fifty to a hundred limited run and put that stuff back out for the collectors. You know, just have them get out there. But um, we'll see. We'll see. But I guess again, guys, support the brand. Get some merch. Now's the time to do it because they they have really been kicking it up a notch. Yeah. But uh, that's it. Anything else, guys? No. Um, so unless the bones got something. 
Well, we got uh, we got Rebellion Fallout on Thursday. So if you yeah, guys missed our, big. it's a big one on Thursday. Oh uh, yeah, new champ. Catch Jay tomorrow because I'm I'm <clears throat> looking to you, Jay, to let us know if anything happens on Dynamite tomorrow. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, I'm uh, giving it 15 to 20 minutes to start. If it if it's not mentioned there, it ain't gonna be mentioned. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Well, I will say this: AEW has been putting some congratulatory things out there on social media. I saw on that Twitter. They've so caught up to New Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they are doing that at least. So, I mean, there's. You know, are we going to see it on on a on a pre-taped show? I unless it's a completely separate segment. Well, that's what I would think. T- they taped something today or yeah. yesterday, yeah, and they air not, it to kick off the show. Right. It's not you're not going to see him walk to the ring with the belt. That that's completely out of the question. Correct. Yeah, so. Which would be? I don't nice. even know if he's booked on the show. You know, you might know their card better. Is he booked for the show? Oh, I don't. I don't even know. I, I, I don't even know what's on the card. I'd imagine, but hey, wait, whatever. We'll see what happens. But Thursday, guys. So if you missed our review, we did break down Rebellion post show live. Uh, it is on the channel. Go check that out. It's on all audio platforms. So go listen to it if you want to get caught up before Thursday. But the full fallout uh, will be discussed on Thursday. Bill and Jay will be doing a uh, a watch along for the episode, and maybe Truck will be in there again. Who knows? Truck's been hanging out with Bill, so um, check that out, guys, on on Thursday. So, but again, like if you need to get caught up on Rebellion, we got the whole thing broken down right. Minutes after it happened, so yes, it's fresh. Hey, if you want to watch, you can watch us all react with Steve from TNI UK. That's which right. I believe has a show going on tomorrow as well on the uh, TNI network. Uh, but he, he was there with us, and you can watch us react. If you want to rewatch it, have us on in the background, just acting like a bunch of goofballs. Go for it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But let's get our plugs in here. Uh, Bill, where can they follow you? They can follow me at William M Gardner G A R D N E R. On the Twitter and the Instagram. Jay Bone, where are you at tomorrow and every day unboxing WCW trading cards and all that stuff? Oh, that was that was fun. I did that Monday night. I because I recently got some WCW nineteen ninety one trading cards. I have cards. I had the box set of that. You know, I bought the whole box when that came out. Oh, the whole the whole break or whatever they call it. I I went to a not when it came up, but years after a couple years after they had it at a dollar store. They had packs, and I said, can I just buy the whole box? And there was a sealed box, and I'm like, I'll take it. They sold me the whole box for, like, flat price. And I was like, great, I'll take them. Did you open them up? Did you open oh, up yeah, all the they're packs? All, they're all open. Yeah, hell yeah. I was, I was like, you're talking about like 95. I have a binder with a bunch of them in there. Yeah, I was like 95. I opened them all up. I was going through. I, I got a bunch of WCW plaques, and I put a couple of them in the plaques. You know, they got well, you know what? And I don't know. I got to go back to it. There was that cards, those cards you had, J-Bo, from 91. But there was a second series that year, and they called it. I don't know if it was a pre- the black, the black ones. Oh, oh yeah. I, you know, I I did a little research when I was like looking up pictures, like on Google, just to see what was out there. So I recognized some of the ones that I opened up, but mm-hmm. yeah, the ones I had were not the black series. No, no, yeah, whatever that was. But I remember both. I had both of them. Uh, but you know, that's one thing. Even though we were talking all the stuff to bring back. I personally would love trading cards, but I know that's yeah. a dying, that's a dying thing. Yeah, cards in general, like the value you're of trading to cards. a different generation. No, yeah. but you know what? Now is the perfect time 
It is because during the pandemic, I don't know what it is, but cards have blown up over the last calendar year. You go to card sections, say like Target, Walmart, whatever, completely, completely. There's dust. There's dust bunnies rolling through the sections. Yeah, I I don't know if that's a it's strange. I don't know. I don't know if we're talking disposable incomes. I don't know what we're talking these days because it's all over the place. Like we know the video game craze went nuts over the last oh, year yeah. and change. Um, I think a lot of the action figures and stuff like that, it seems like all random stuff. So I don't know long-term, but it, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. They haven't done that in a long time. I got some, uh, I got some TNA trading cards when those are out. I got a couple packs. Of those. stars. Yeah, I got them. I got a sign one in my pack. I'm trying to think what it was. I'm trying to think who I got signed. It was it was like a dud sign though. It was like I think I got like like relic or some shit. And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> that's what oh, I signed. No, relic is. I think it's killer spell backwards, isn't there it? You go. <laughs> Hit the bell. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you, you, you can catch all my stuff over that other little podcast called Smash This Podcast. We're smashing all things wrestling. You can find it on YouTube. And on Twitch live several times a week, you can find it on all the socials, the Twitter box, the face botch, and that Instanec. And for your bone on the go, the audio portion of Smash's podcast, <clears throat> excuse me, is on anchor.fm forward slash Smash's podcast. Very nice. Guys, you get me at Trinsberry on Twitter. Also the show at We Talk Impact, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just type in total nonstop impact to come right up. Give us a follow on all those social media platforms, guys. Twitter's are probably our most active one. So catch us on Twitter, but all of them. We're on everything. So come hang out with us there. This show available on all audio platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Tuner Radio, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon. Rate, review, and subscribe, guys. Thank We appreciate all the ones you guys have done so far. Please continue to do so. Big shout out. We ranked number 18 in the Philippines this last week. Last week's uh, Rebellion Preview Show, Apple Podcast Charts in the Philippines, number 18 uh, on the sports charts. Fantastic. I, I, you know, we got a Filipino guy on the show. Mark is, you know, it's Mark's people now. They see him and they go, hey, you know what? We're going to watch her watching these guys. And listen hey, to hey, hey, and his favorite guy, TJP, could be helping that. TJP, Fala, you know, they're all on there. So, hey, this is a strong Filipino audience here. So, thank you for you. <laughs> thank you to the filipino audience we appreciate you guys thank you very much uh number, number 18 in the philippines and number one in your hearts that's right so check us out there at all audio platforms guys discord link is in the description below twitch.tv slash total nonstop impact youtube.com slash total nonstop impact pro wrestling tees.com slash total nonstop impact get your brand new t-shirt include or get your shirts including the brand new owl and mike t-shirt designed by one of the dead big seller big hit so far with everybody it's the new artwork on our banners and everything so we are really proud of that one we like that one a lot uh the other day for the rebellion preview skull 17 my buddy brian was over here modeling it for us alive on camera and it's a model now he is a model i'm a model and it looks really nice in person (laughs) unbiased speaking it looks really really crisp in person so pick one up guys that is on prowrestlingtees.com slash Total nonstop impact. And then give guys, give Mark a follow to Mark's in the chat, but Mark World Order, M A R K Q World Order is his Twitter. Uh, he had impact plus problems, so couldn't be here tonight, but give Mark a follow. And you know what? If again, if you're still having impact plus issues, let us know. I'd like to know if Mark's the only one who's having who's oh, coming. Karen said he had issues as well. 
Ter- now, and Terrence, let us know. Were you a transfer over from Fight also? Because that's what Mark's thing was. So not sure. Whatever it is, guys, sound off, complain, make some noise. Let's try to get this thing fixed once and for all. And, and so people like Mark can be on throwback again. So uh, I think that's it. Anything else, boys? That's it. Now hop on that Discord. Keep the conversation going. Oh, I, yeah. I mentioned TNI UK drops tomorrow. Um, waiting on Bison. The clock's ticking, Bison. I have not seen the episode yet. You need to get me that that episode in the can. I gotta upload that thing. So, Bison, the clock's ticking on you. Uh, <laughs> that's tomorrow. TNI UK Thursday is the post show for Impact on Access TV. We are here. Watch along. Post show right after that, and then every Tuesday is the Time Machine Tuesday. Next week will be number sixty-seven. NWA TNA. So, guys, we appreciate it. Thank you again for hanging out with us. Have a great, safe week, everybody. We'll talk to you Thursday and good night.